Welcome back to the one and only Gutman Name Podcast, where we are your checks and balances of social commentary. My name is Shogun. You can follow me at Real Shogun Beats. You can follow the podcast on Instagram as the Gutman Name Pod. We are the checks and balances of social commentary. And guess what? Cole Jackson is not here, and that means the motherfucking inmates are running the asylum. We're going to do some crazy shit. I'm talking about all types of conspiracies. Y'all niggas in for it today. No, actually, I'm not going to do that. But since I did not have Cole Jackson to be here today, that means I had to go find somebody to fill those large shoes that he left vacant. So I got some people that I highly respected and voices that I really respect and and could not do this podcast without hearing them because this these are some topics that i want to get into that i feel like these guys are no experts but they got great opinions about them and i can't wait to hear it so i'm gonna introduce you to my co-host for this week the one and only oh wait wait i'm, I'm gonna have to build them up real quick let's see what i can say this young man has a legacy that has been started has changed and is starting to build and is going to be here for a long time. Some would even say for forever. Some would even say that this young man has the mentality to be immortal. Hmm. My first guest that I'm bringing to the podcast is the one and only Rob Immortal. What's up, sir? Hey, what's going on, man? Like, that was a hell of an intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Off the cuff. <laughs> I'm not young anymore. I'm a little old, but. <laughs> nah, but, but with the age comes the wisdom, and that's what everybody needs right now. 
You always shining me up. Thanks, Man, bro. that's what we do. For this next brother, this next king that's coming to the show, he's one of those podcasters that I... Man, come on now. I, I listen to this dude's podcast more than I listen to my podcast. Every week he dropping heats. I don't know if you know about it, but he be on the, on the court dropping heat on these niggas, dunking on these niggas. He got all the shoes that you niggas wish y'all had. He got everything that your dad thought he was going to get you, but he couldn't afford it because this nigga was getting it before you could get it. The one and only... <laughs> The one and only Leroy of the Nerd Plate Podcast. What up, Leroy? Take that. Man, thank you. Shit. Well, you're going to do it anyway. Ball is life, nigga. Oh, yeah. Ball is. Ball, Ball is. is life. So, I appreciate that shit. Man, we were supposed to have some other people on, but scheduling conflicts and health issues. But, hey, I wish everybody out there to be safe. And hopefully they wearing their masks. They got their shots and doing all that important stuff that the CDC tells you that you need to do. Fellas, you saying a lot. You are speak that knowledge, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Fellas, how y'all feeling? Uh, how y'all feeling today? I'm I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm trying to find out like what what shoe size Leroy got. I, I saw him pan over, saw that that shoe collection. Man. Y'all can't see it, man. That's too bad. But golly, see, I'm looking now. I'm like, goodness gracious. He ain't got no Jeremy Scotts though. Oh, or am, am I, I wrong? Don't yeah. I don't? But I do got some Virgil Abloh. See what I'm saying? They see that flex wasn't even required, dog. Like, it wasn't. I like, I ended it. Okay. That, but he said, I got some Virgils. Just a humble brag. A light flex on y'all niggas. <laughs> just a light, just light, just light. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, flex, no oh, flex. Fellas, over here, bro. fellas, my goal with this episode is to shine a little light on my brother, Cole Jackson. He is out this week because he needed a mental break. And he's either going to love me because of this podcast that I'm putting on or he's going to fucking hate me because of this podcast I'm putting on. I uh, I did something a little different this week. I reached out to a lot of our listeners and I wanted them to give us uh, a voicemail about their thoughts of Cole Jackson. So we're trying to uplift his spirits during his moment of uh, recovery and rejuvenation. So. Uh, if you would, you can just say one or two nice things about this brother, and if it's fucked up, I'll cut it out. Here, here, let me start because that's my family. I can't stand this thing. I'm just playing. I'm Perfect. No, like, no, leave that like, in. no, no, no. Don't that's my dog, though. For yeah. real. You know, it's actually it's it's funny because when you say you listen to my show, I listen to your show more than I listen to mine. Y'all are among the first, one of the first three that I'll look forward to on Tuesday. Mm. Oh my goodness! So, uh, so I got some big yeah, shoes I mean, to feel. I, leave, I need y'all to keep doing what y'all do. Actually, uh, in reference to last week's when y'all was frustrated about your um, feedback, I had feedback ready. Oh yeah, I didn't know I was gonna be on the show this week, so well, I'll save it for next week. I mean, you yeah. can give it to me now if you want to. I mean, or you want his opinion too? I mean, it's just I recorded it. I recorded oh, you recorded? Oh, bet. Yeah. 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 So nice. I'll save this shit for next week. <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, my cousin the goat. Shit, I can't. I that's like the older brother I wish I had, man. Real talk. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say that. Like, we met at work. Like, it's not too often that you meet a coworker that becomes like your friend, like your brother. Like, you wanna know what's even funnier? What was that? I didn't know that nigga was my cousin for like the first six years. Are you serious? I, Black people. Like, okay, so I, my cousin that's actually my age. I was always going down, and we would hang out at our grandma's house. I should see that nigga walking in and out of the house behind my other cousin. I was like, oh, I guess that's one of his friends. And like, when I was like seven or eight, my mom was like, you know this, you know that's your cousin, right? What? I like, no, I didn't. Nah. So, 
That's how it started happening, man. That's that's got to be cool growing up with a, a young Cole Jackson. I can only imagine what kind of trouble he got yeah. into. <laughs> I found his Playboy. So that's you found cool. his Playboy. As a young man, he was able to buy Playboys. That's a legendary man right there. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, look just there. I don't know how I got there. Hey. <laughs> nigga had to go and get it, nigga. <laughs> Leroy, had, Leroy came home. He was like, what is that? <laughs> oh man, that's what's up. Uh Rob Moto, you want anything? You got anything you want to say about the brother Cole? I mean, I was I was gonna say that I don't I don't know nothing nice about that. <laughs> but in all honesty, he, he is he is one of my, my best friends. He's he's been there for me in a whole bunch of pivotal moments in my life. Um, part of the reason that, you know, I'm involved with BYNK in the first place, the main reason that I'm involved, you know, is the founder himself. So uh, I would say a visionary man, a hard worker, and somebody who really cares about people when he really cares about them. Man. But if he don't care about them, you might as well not exist. <laughs> that is very true. And I've been on both sides of that. Like, sometimes he cares about me, sometimes he don't. But I think at right now in the moment, I think I'm cared about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> we'll see by the end of this episode. Yeah, by the end of this episode. Thank you, Doc. So, oh man, I can't do it. I got. I wish you guys could hear these voice clips, but you're gonna have to wait till the show is all said and done because they saying some things. Like we got some dope ass listeners. Mm-hmm. So, in this program, we're going to learn about coal. What is coal? Coal is definitely one of the coolest people that I know has such a very humble, just genuine personality. And I have to say that out of a lot of people that I converse with, not being fake, Cole probably has some of the best conversation you can ever come across. Very open mind, very funny, but very cool. He's a cool cat. Cole Jackson. Hey man, disconnect from social media for a minute. Sit down, relax, chill, take a nap, and just bask in the accomplishments that you've already made. You're doing good, bro. Just level up, keep a level head, and go get that money, man. Go hard, go hard. What up, Cole? You know who it is. It's your boy, Bump. Man, I love the podcast. Can't wait to hear the next app. Keep challenging Shogun's opinions. Keep coming up with the real. I know how it is. You get mentally exhausted doing these podcasts. I love them. Keep going with your energy. Keep going with the with the uh, combo. And man, we'll see you soon. Hey, I am a new listener to the podcast. Cole. I always enjoy your take on topics and your positive attitude. You've been helping me get through some really tough work days, so I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for that. Just remember, never trust a big button to smile. Have a good one. What's up, Cole? This is Beast Logic. I want y'all to keep up the great work with the show, and I want you to keep being the greatest light-skinned nigga alive. Live, live, live. All right, man. Cole Jackson, this is Shogun here. Yeah, I'm interrupting the podcast that I'm actually hosting. But guess what? What you just heard was called Flowers, my nigga. This whole episode is going to be filled with flowers dedicated to you. I asked a bunch of our listeners to say some kind words about you. I didn't coach him. I just said, hey, Cole's out this week. 
He's uh he needed a mental break. So give him some kind words to pick his spirits back up. And so what you're going to hear for the remaining part of this episode is the normal government name podcast with guests, but also a whole bunch of voicemails giving you your motherfucking flowers. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Also, in the process of preparing for this episode, I was doing a little bit of research. And I don't know if you know this, but coal in Greek means the people's victory. The people are winning because they got coal in their life. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> So sit back and listen and enjoy these flowers. But man, so last week was kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys know. We we uh we had some small things that happened in the world, some you know, some major earth shattering things. Um before we get into the show, I kind of want to just reach out to you guys. Was your previous week pretty straight? Pretty okay? Anything interesting, y'all? Yeah. Just going to work, making money, coming home. I had an ambulance called on a hoop session yesterday. You you, you dunked on them like that, my nigga? Well, somebody's like, for real, for real. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I can't tell y'all. You'll have to find that on my show. That's fine. And your show is called The Nerd Plate. They can find it on most DSPs. That's N-E-R-D-P-L-A-T-E, Nerd Plate. Well, let's let's get into a little light topic real quick, because uh, I don't know if you guys know about it, but America pulled out of Afghanistan. Sure. Okay. There's a there's a, a some sort of joke about fertility there, but I'm gonna leave it. Oh alone. no, go ahead, say it. This is a government name podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Look, America don't don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> I don't want to get like I'll let you do the proper intro of a dog, but like Afghanistan is like that round the way, bitch. Like when you want something, like you go get it, but when you don't, like I don't, I don't give a damn. The round Whatever. the way, bitch. It's a, it's on the it's a on the way home. I mean, we was in it for 20 years and we ain't pull out. I mean, we was just in there. <laughs> Black folks stay married, stay together for 20 years, and then get married. There was black folks married. Well, yeah, dudes have a whole side bitch for 20 years. Do you like that? You talking about Libya? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Somali, which one? It depends on where we bombing today, right? Mm. It's like, what? What's the move? Might be Iraq. Might be your neighborhood. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Might be your neighborhood. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm, I'm kind of. I understand why they say be careful what you ask for because when you get it you be like damn i didn't mean it like this like i've been all for the last 20 years i've been saying we need to get the fuck out of afghanistan we need to leave we need to go what are we doing over there these people mm-hmm. they don't like us we don't like them we don't understand their culture the shit's backwater get the fuck out of there and then we did it and then it looked like crazy it was like oh to be fair we shouldn't have been there in the first place but yeah. Like America, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say America does uh, a lot of things very well. I think we really good at blowing shit up and killing people. Like America is the best at that, like probably in the history of the planet. What we're not good at is like building up other nations using a military, dog. Like we're not good at that. We tried it in Vietnam. We we doing it here. Um, we, I mean, half-assing it in Iraq. Like, unless the CIA is involved like directly and there aren't military troops, I don't think we good at like overthrowing the governments. We just not. Yeah, I mean the CIA is directly involved in this, you know. I mean, without the military, I mean. Oh, like, I got you. Uh, Missions on Call of Duty don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I thought that was real. So this is the problem I really have. Like this stuff, like when we when we left, we left weapons and ammunition and vehicles and bases and all that kind of stuff that our tax dollars paid for. Mm-hmm. 
And like they don't want me to have a gun, but these motherfuckers is just picking up brand new military issue weapons off the ground, and it's just like, yo, I could have had that, you know. But whatever, fight for your freedom. I, I heard a, a general actually like uh, on a radio show talking about that, and he like the uh, part of it he said was like the logistics. It's like you move the people out first, you move the stuff. The other thing was, which I think that's kind of an excuse. If we can invade, like we know how to pull out properly. Um, but the other thing was he said said like. It's like a kind of disrepair thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you got like a luxury vehicle or something like that, like if you don't take care of it, that thing will be down in about a month. Like, right. If you ain't got oil and gas, it's not going to be working for very long. He said most of that stuff's not going to be working after six months if somebody doesn't know how to fix it. Well, that's good. It's just the optics of this whole thing. It looks yeah. terrible yeah. when you see this like stockpiles of weapons are now in the enemy's hands. And then the worst part of it all is that we were funding. Wow, that was loud. We were funding the, uh, the Afghanian government and trying to help them train soldiers to fight this war. So they were saying, yo, we got like 300,000 soldiers that are ready to go. And come to find out, they was lying. A lot of the motherfuckers was working on yep. both sides. They was taking the money from the Americans, saying that they training soldiers and troops. But then there was no such thing. There was no soldiers. There was no troops. People were just pocketing the money. And then when it was time to show up for battle, they couldn't run or either there was nobody there. Yeah. I mean, and so, like, about that, maybe this is too deep, but, like, what kind of pisses me off about, like, some of that is, like, for example, the evacuations. You okay with getting into that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you got, like, grown men, like, getting on the wing of a C-17, you know, and falling off of that mug at, at 500 feet, you know, basically killing themselves, dog. Right. I'm like, all right, if you're willing to, like, risk your life this way to get out <laughs> of the country, how come you ain't willing to, like, grab a gun and try to shoot somebody that's trying to rape your family? So this is what I was talking to a guy at work the other day, and we were talking about this. And I was like, yo, we were over there for 20 years, and then for, like, less than 24 hours, they had to stand up and fight for their country, and they didn't do it. They tuck tail and run. Fuck them. Look, I'm on the same page with you on that, dog. Fuck like, you. Everybody you got to let other countries do their own thing. Cause if they gonna be, if we gonna take care of them, hell, I mean, but we annex it like you annexed everything else. We can't take care of them. Like I mean, we probably can. To, I am not your father. <laughs> right. You're not my. You're not even my kid. I'm just here. Well, I mean, looking at history, every country that ever went into, <laughs> every country that ever went into Afghanistan, this was the result. Nobody yeah, has been, been able to take. This should have been the red flag. Like she has a lot of kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Scat- about it. Scattered no. shorties everywhere, man. <laughs> There's a Red bunch of. Everywhere. Um, it's actually a terrain. It's not a unified Afghanistan. Like these people don't no. have the concept mm-hmm. of a nationality, so they just fight yeah. for their tribe. And so, if you don't fund their tribe, or if you're not with the same ideology, they don't care. And so if yeah. you got cousins fighting cousins, and they not gonna fight each other. They gonna take that money and run or do whatever. But yeah. It just hurts to see that the American people, we made this sacrifice. We went to war. We went, we did everything that we were supposed to, but the Afghanian government didn't do their side of the deal. And it just it looks sad on our part. It makes us look like we just wasted 20 years, but I guess we did. Yeah. Some people yeah, wasted the, longer times than we So, yes, we did. I mean, and, and I've, I've talked to a couple of guys that have done tours over there, just curiosity. And most of them, like, very frustrated about, like, a lot of that because, you know, you, you watch your homies die. You've been, you got PTSD and all sorts of other stuff. And it's like, all right, how did this work out? Not any different than before we came. Yeah. yeah. 
and that's I mean, the, they got Laden supposedly, but there's nothing to show other than Bin Laden that we've been over there. Yeah, but Bin Laden was in Pakistan. But that's the reason. Look, look, don't ignore where he was. Dog. We got him. All right, like, we were we were here. Bin Laden was over there, but we was over here right, anyway. I look. we got him. Yeah, we got him. Right, we got him. But so that's the other thing that like kind of kills me because like supposedly what what I'm hearing some people say is like the reason we went over there was to get Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Well, we killed him like how many years ago, and like, why are we just now leaving? Come on, man, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> that that feeble like see now, motherfucker. You know what? I ocean like a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> We was at school celebrating that we caught a body, like America caught a body. Looking back, why don't we celebrate this? Cause we in a trench like Megatron for real. I mean, he was responsible for killing three three thousand people in New York. Allegedly. Damn, and I was. Hey man, don't tell me. I know. Mine's is wide open. But this is the funny part. So what I said earlier, I was like, be careful what you ask for, because I wanted us to pull out of these wars. I did not want us to continue these wars. And Joe Biden did it. And it's hilarious to see the the political parties flip. These motherfuckers is like you got the Republicans screaming, talking about, look how weak Joe Biden is. He mm-hmm. couldn't even transition yeah. into the Afghani government. They fell in a single day. Look how terrible he is. He's a horrible president. But it's like, yo, a couple months ago, Trump wanted to do the, the exact same, same thing. thing. Right, this was right. his fucking plan. Y'all were all for it then. But now that he's got a Democrat doing it, now you're flipping over. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. The vaccine. Like opinions about the vaccine flip based on who was in office. Like when when it was Trump, all them downs was like, I don't know, should we be taking that? And I don't know if it's safe. Maybe it's got Trump's fingerprints all over it, like he was in the lab or something. Then you know, Democrats get elected, and it's like, hey, everybody, take this vaccine. It's great. It's good for ratings. Just do it. I can't now, talk about COVID anymore on this podcast, but that's some good, interesting points that you brought up. <laughs> my all, all, all plans have been Delta variant. Damn Delta. Vaccine hesitancy came from the political parties. Like they were at the debates talking really? about, I don't want to take it because of anyway. But yeah. okay, okay, so I got a lot of respect for Joe Biden. He did what he said. He 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 said, "Hey, I'm pulling out," and he stood on that shit. I gotta respect the old feeble man. I gotta respect it. Like I'll, I'll this much, is like bro. the third time. This is also the third time that we pulled out of anything. Mm-hmm. Between the you know that feeling, man. Sometimes you don't want to pull out. <laughs> what is yeah, this? I, I got a kid. Got <laughs> See, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I mean, I do wonder though, like if we would have been better about nation building if there were more resources to monetize in that country. How much like, more resources do we need other than trillions of dollars? You said what? How many more resources do you need when you have trillions of dollars? Like, you remember when a trillion dollars was a lot of money? It's not a lot of money. And then terrorism, just, you know, that's how much we we spent over easily on on these wars. 20 years, dog? Nah, dog. Yeah. Like, I was in third grade when September 11th happened. Fucking young. 
I don't I don't feel old as shit when you say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. You said 20 years, and I'm like, 20 years is a fucking long time. God, yeah, don't sick. remind me, nigga. <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we was in high school. I was there in history class yes, watching that shit. Great. Like, we, we I was in history class, too. It was just in third grade. Nigga, y'all was learning. Oh, okay. History class was, every class was one class for you, bro. Like, I actually <laughs> oh, had, had, class. had to switch teachers for yes. certain subjects. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just remember history class and Mr. Thomas, and then everything stopped, and they brought the little TVs in the room, and we watched it. Why they show just yeah. third graders? never understand oh i had to be terrifying i we didn't know it was just like the there was people jumping out of the buildings and stuff we was like see all that. we just saw planes going into the building oh we definitely saw all that i was like yo shit's crazy wow. and when, when you put when you put it in that 20 year kind of like like visual it's almost like somebody saying they've been you know who's 400 pounds saying they've been dieting and working out for 20 years and, and you look at them and they still 400 pounds nigga how <laughs> what have you been doing exactly? Yeah, that was my first question. What did we accomplish? Um, I think, well, I, w- I would say some people probably got some good military experience. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> you got experience? Like, like, we so, filled out a yeah, resume on these we, motherfuckers? We, 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 we didn't do anything for them. We just kind of piped our own military up a little bit. Sheesh. You know? Like yeah, when Martin like stock went up. Some yeah. guys know how to kill people a little bit better. You know, you get access to, you know, you level up, prestige, get access to new weapons. I was to say, Call of Duty got two games out of this. Oh, that's very true. Do you feel like America is safer now that we are out of that war? I don't ever think we're safe. <laughs> hey, I'm just... I, it's, it's a good question to ask, but I want to ask it like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, huh? That's what I'm asking. Nah, be honest with me. You don't feel like it moved the needle to safety or unsafe? Us pulling out of Afghanistan? I don't think Afghanistan is who we had to be worried about to be safe from. I agree with you on that one. I would say, like, probably in some way, it probably helped uh, tear some terrorists from accomplishing some of their goals because their training camp was wiped out, like that kind of thing. It's kind of like when you have a a suspended, like, NBA season or something. Players ain't as good no more because they ain't get to do practice. So so they they scored less points, I guess, in that regard. So I, I guess that was an accomplishment in that way. I think there was a less expensive way to do that, but who was that that turned down? Uh... Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, oh, gosh. congratulations, <laughs> Bruh, congratulations, gentlemen. <laughs> that's that's gotta hurt, like yo. I bet. It, I, yeah, was that not... the biggest L of last week? His wife got on Instagram and doubled down. She was like, no, he made a good decision. You guys don't know what he's going Wait, through. wait, wait. And I, he, it was 80, how much? 83 million? 84. 84 million. Five years. Yeah. Now you got a one-year deal Five with Boston. Nine. With Boston. Yeah. I mean. No. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting. I mean, five millions is a lot, but not when you lost 80 in the process. It ain't. <laughs> no, he only lost 75. Well, yeah, it's a little bit more today. <laughs> Damn, the change from his anyway. Uh, and then you got moving costs. You could have stayed in the same town. Damn. All the way to cold ass Boston. That has nothing to do with. What how does talking. that even happen? Like, how does his contract get so screwed up like that? Like, who is his? Who? Oh, once he said no to the Lakers, they was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, then nobody really wants your ass, dog. But we like you. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's like that kind of mediocre kind of like she's He's, like a six, but you, saved you, you they saved him from Atlanta, bro. <laughs> he made it to a championship Lakers team. He was like, nah, I don't want to do this again. It, it makes it seem like his his contract at the Lakers was just inflated. Like, why was it so high? 
I think he's he's a good piece with them. Like we talk sports now, I think he's a good yeah. piece like within that system. But he doesn't really work like in anybody else's system properly. He's I got you. And they're like, yeah, we like what you're doing in your role. Continue to improve. NBA don't really like you like that. But there's something no, to do us. Mm. And it's only worth about five billion dollars. Yeah, no, they, they didn't want you like that, bro. Sheesh. Well, speaking of niggas that didn't want him, do you think we could have figured this out, this situation with Afghanistan, in a better way? Like, was the cut and run mentality of us just pulling out was that the best way to do this? <clears throat> I think I think sort of the problem is like it's like you know when you're trying to put any kind of plan together, like that all has to fall under like what's the goal exactly? The problem is the goal kept moving all over the right. place. So we're trying to create an independent Afghanistan that can stand on its own and be democratic. If that's the case, then we should have still been there. We should have kept base building. Like you don't build a military any worth a damn in 15 years. Like right. you just don't. You know, but if the point is to like go kill some terrorists, which is what they told us, then we should have left a long time ago. But it's this whole sort of, well, what do the American people think we're gonna look like? Um, let me like if you if I put it like this, if you're doing like political or military policy, you don't go ask, you know, the, the public, hey, hey, what do you guys think we should they don't know what the fuck they're talking about? We'll let you do and make decisions, dog. Right. You tell us what we're gonna do or at least sell it to me in a way that makes sense. Yeah. We're we're installing like, freedom. <laughs> and, and like in the cut and run thing it's like okay it, I understand like it's like okay it's going to affect our rep but it's like we bomb on everybody we touch dog like it's like oh man they left Afghanistan so let's start fucking with them it's like yeah and then we're going to be in your backyard so like yeah. I don't think there's a rep there right. that, get, that gets yeah. damaged I mean it makes us look bad for a couple years uh, they, you, you got everybody trying Biden, but when Biden dies, there's gonna be another president that's gonna take over. That's gonna handle some shit. It might happen in office. No, that, I'm, I'm saying natural causes. NSA natural causes. No, I said Kamala's gonna push his ass down the stairs. I, I just think shit. they keep her away from him. She looked like the type, dog. She is the type. <laughs> How you think she got what she is? I ain't lying. Man, that lady's ruthless. Right. Mm, Protect yeah. the queens, though. Can't trust it. <laughs> Stupid dog. <laughs> so this is my last question that I have about Afghanistan. This is something that I was pondering as I was looking at all the news media and the people falling from the planes and then the Taliban rolling back in and taking over. And they're telling me about the women that's going to get raped and the kids. Do y'all care about the Afghanian people? I care about the ones who couldn't really do nothing about this. Like, if, if you underage, you younger, or you didn't really experience the Taliban, or, or you don't believe, you didn't believe, all you know is like yeah. the American occupation. Like, if you're 25 or younger, or even 30 or younger, like, you don't really remember like what it was like with the Taliban. If you're women and children and, and younger men, then I, I understand it to a point. Um, and I do sympathize with them, and, and I hope the best for them. And I think uh, as many of them that uh, were, were good people should have been evacuated if possible. Uh, but at the same time, if you're one of these able-bodied dudes that wasn't willing to strap up, you know, when somebody was running in your shit, then, I mean, you on your own, dog. Like, don't – you can't be American daddy over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you do to keep the Taliban from coming? Because it's right. not like it was some some new dudes that showed up. These are the old guys we already Playing know. old about. niggas that's been here. Yeah. You ain't being shit about it, and you want to complain about it now. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I care about people, but <laughs> like, I, like I said, it ain't, it ain't my fight, dog. Yeah. But I do feel like I want to be that guy. Like, okay, let's 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 take this like school. If the bully is fucking with the foreign kid mm. that just got here, or something, are you gonna stand up to help? Him? I mean. <laughs> that's kind of what we, we did we, on the. We counted the bully that's though. We the like, bully though. We the bully no. on the block. Kinda. Nah, we, we was blowing up a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. I know, it took us like a week, not even a week, 
to take to take over that country. Okay. Yeah, I mean, when America put its might and military behind something, we handle it. But we can't fight a humanitarian war, and that's kind of the issue here. We can't do that. You can't. What are you gonna do? Drop pillows, bombs of pillows on niggas? Like, bro, these motherfuckers was fighting dirty. They was going into hospitals and using that as a camp, and then we would blow up the yeah. hospital, and then they would use the negative press against America blowing up the hospital after yeah. some terrorists was in that shit. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, if y'all want to fight dirty, we can fight dirty too. We can parking lot this whole thing, which. Might not have been a long bad idea. Yeah, the drone strikes too. We was yeah. just bombing shit for no reason. Funerals and all. Well, I mean, it was to get somebody that we deemed a terrorist. You know, it, it might have been oh. at a wedding, but this was oh, the only chance we could have got to get them. I, I mean, this is it. This is the one yeah. shot that we have. So drop that scud missile. <laughs> Motherfucker was blowing up weddings like it wasn't shit. Like bu- say, weddings, they said Obama had a kill. Ca- he had the kill streak going on. Like, like uh, dog. really did. <laughs> Drone strikes on on deck. They had a care package coming for everybody. Oh, we're doing this in the camp like, look, 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 look. Hey, hey, oh, watch this. Here, here we go. Here's another one. Boom! Oh, look at him. Look, is that a lurk? I think that was a lurk. Yeah, this is not funny, but this is funny to me. I I, I pray for the Afghanian people, but unfortunately, you got to fight for your own home. And if they can't be unified against 20 years of occupation from the Americans or however long the Taliban's were in there running shit. Bro, what is it going to take? So I will I will say this, though, to kind of both sides. it. It's kind of tough. Like if you like, yeah, I'm going to fight for my country. I'm going to strap up, give me some training. Mm-hmm. And then you come show up to training and it's like, you know, sandals and, you know, basically a burlap sack and, you know, a pea shooter. And it's like, hey, dog, I thought we were supposed to have like, you know, our, our uh, M4 carbines and all this other kind of stuff. Where the tanks at? And then you see this dude like taking off in his private jet, leaving your country, who is supposed to be in charge of all of this. And he just snatched everything. But. I guess the other part of that is like Hamid Karzai was the same way. Like these dudes take the money, they pocket it, and they go dip out. Right. I mean, the president left. Like, that's, that's a raggedy shit. <laughs> yo. I don't know how else to say that, dog. I was like, uh-uh. nobody said fuck y'all. Yo, as, as the Americans was turning out the lights, said, all right, man, we, we holla at you. That nigga was like, yeah, yeah, I'll holla at you. No, no, you got to stay. No, 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 I'm coming with y'all. No, no, no. You got to stay. You're the president. We really? got a meeting on Monday. I need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be yeah, at the yeah. meeting with y'all. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I mean, I'm just, I'm just camp out. I'm bring my family, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing so, all these. So, like, I don't know. To me, it's like, man, deploy one of them, them CIA cells for that dude specifically. He need to Where's go. Iron Man when you need him? <laughs> Look, what if we had them suits and That's they got all one of them things? That was the equipment we left over there. Be <laughs> <laughs> walk around in fallout armors. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, we wouldn't have to worry about it. Just suicide bomber and we good. He ain't gonna last long in that suit of armor. All you see is a uh, mist on the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the eyes turn from white to red. <laughs> Just like, oh. Good night. Ain't Tony Stark no more. Nope. It's the spirit of God. See, the spirit of God is omnipotent. And it works on you. It'll work on your ass, and I can be far, far away. Because it's, it's considering conscience, you know. It ain't fun feeling my conscience because I'm, I'm sent by Jesus to do what I'm doing. It's all, and I keep it all lawful and legal. I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Any, anybody, anybody resisting, goddamn my ass kiss. Hey, fellas, it's your boy, Jay Battle. I really enjoy the show. Like I always say, man, you guys are like family to me. Um, 
I've known Shogun since 2012, since we, since I started on the job with him. Um, real cool dude, always been welcoming and nice to me. Um, became really good friends, even though we don't talk every day. We pick up right where we left off every time we talk on the phone. So, and then when it comes to Cole, I met him a little while after I left the job with Show, and it was just a matter of just hearing his voice. When I walked into a building, I immediately recognized, I was like, hey, you cold? And he was like, yeah. And then we just started talking like we knew each other or something. Uh, five, 10 minutes went by. And you know, before I knew it, you know, every time I had a chance, I would stop by and have a little conversation with him. You know, he's always been a real cool dude to me, giving me advice and just being helpful whenever I needed it. Uh, both of you have, and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, and I mean what I say when I say you guys are like family, man. Anything I could ever do to help, hey, I'm here. Um, you guys keep up the good work. Keep being diligent and pushing forward and being consistent. And, you know, do your thing, man. I really enjoy the podcast. Listen every week. I always enjoy it. Have a good day. All right. So speaking of terrible pullout plans, I think the same people who were actually in charge of Afghanistan must be running the OnlyFans website because what the fuck is OnlyFans doing? It's, 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 <laughs> to me, it's like it's it's a representation of wait, the wait, people. Should I explain what what's going on with OnlyFans? About it, dog, yeah, I'm about sorry, it. but you've talked about this before. I, I have. We have definitely talked about this. This is one of Cole's favorite topics. But OnlyFans, okay. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans is going to. Prohibit sexual explicit content starting in October. So the London-based live stream website OnlyFans will begin prohibiting sexual explicit content starting October. The uh, company said on Thursday that the new standards will still permit nudity. I don't understand why. Provided that the creators post a... What was that? I said artistic. Artistic oh, uh, yeah, all of this is artistic. <laughs> implied. Look, implied. It's an art. Look at the interpretation of the dick going inside of her mouth. This is amazing. <laughs> Provided that the creators post in accordance with the site's acceptable use policy. Effective October the 1st, OnlyFans will prohibit posting of any content containing sexual explicit con- uh, conduct. And OnlyFans spokesperson told uh, CNET, I'm reading this off of CNET, in order to ensure long-term stability of the platform and to continue to host of inclusive community. I don't understand that. You're you're including, or you're you're trying to host inclusive community of creators and fans. We must evolve our content guidelines. Look, I don't think all content creators on OnlyFans are the same. Because some people actually use that shit for like, hey, this is my business. Like, buy this shit, and then there's, you know, bitches that I know. Yeah, but I mean, what made them hot? See. <laughs> That shit right there, dog. This to me, that like this is a representation of like some of the actual content creators. Like to me, like and what I mean is like this is kind of like that that stripper with the fat ass who sucks dick on the weekends. All hey. of a sudden, want to be a lecturer, lecturer, bitch. That's not why we look at you. That's not why. You, <laughs> like, wrong with moonlighting? And shake your ass. We don't. We didn't come to hear you talk. That's not what you're here for. That's OnlyFans. It's okay to be a be a smart side dog like Mind Geek making billions of dollars. It's okay. Embrace the porn. That's what made you. That's what brought you here. And bitches always gonna be selling their ass. That business ain't going nowhere. Thank you, Rob. I, I'm glad I brought you on this show. You made all the. 
Bitch, get back in the kitchen. I'm trying to see what that mouth do. Motherfucker, get in the kitchen, cook me some chicken. That's what you're saying, right? I mean, look, if 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 hoeing is your occupation, then be the best hoe you can be. But I can't be talk. You supposed to be seen, not hurt. That's how. I mean, how you make your money? I'm not trying to see your book. I'm not trying to read your book. I'm not trying to be on your book tour. I don't. I don't I care. Was drugged the fuck out, bro. <laughs> I was on opioids. <laughs> no, I, I. Sadly, I agree with you. <laughs> like, this is the same bullshit that Tumblr ran into. Like, they trying to change for the Man. image of the investors. I R.I.P. Tumblr, dog. Now, I mean, it's still on there. You can find some old shit, not, but not it ain't the same. Right. I mean, Reddit is the new Tumblr anyway. You been on Reddit yet? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, my nigga, we here. <laughs> All right, so they're trying to do this for the investors. The investors are, are, I guess, where they're getting their actual money from. Like, they're trying to please the investors. But how can you have people making six figures a year on OnlyFans and they're not profitable? Exactly. That makes no sense to me. What y'all spending this money on, like, coke and hookers? Like, what's going on? Are y'all even taxing the people? What? Go ahead, Lou. It gets expensive. Oh, <laughs> look. I mean, but you got a pipeline of coke and hookers right here. Like, you get the hookers, the coke comes free. Like, wh- how is this a problem? <laughs> it depends on who your people are. I mean, yeah. OnlyFans has a large community. Oh, I'm sure. I, I I guess I can understand it to a point. Like, I think like in a way, it's almost like the the drug dealer. Like, it's like Ghost wanted to go legit on power, and it's like. That's not who you are. Like, I see you trying to do that because this other stuff is stressing you out. And you want to be clean cut. And, and the owners, when they walk into the room, they don't want people to be like, yeah, that, that dude sell ass. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they want to look like legit business people. I just like if we're looking at dollars and cents, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, what are you going to transition into? Like, YouTube? The thing. Exactly. The thing is, this is as legitimate as possible. This is a safe avenue for sex workers. Right. How is this a problem for anybody? The only thing that looks bad is that you're making your money off of filth, and nigga, that's the internet. <laughs> yeah, but like it's not. Yeah, it's not like you're running white slavery or something. Like these people are all doing this voluntarily for the most voluntarily. part. Voluntarily, and unfortunately, they just had the best like website that worked. You know, when the, when the world shut down, motherfuckers went to there was OnlyFans. Else to do. I mean, it was a lot of things to do, and you saw a lot of it on for OnlyFans. <laughs> Sex toys shot up, man. They was doing it all. I know. I know, I know a nigga that's out. Damn. He got one of them rows. Oh, uh, yeah. He got his own. All that shit. Uh, I'll holler at you at the show. You know. <laughs> it's, it's weird saying, like, all these chicks you, you follow on IG and you don't even be paying attention. Then they be making announcements like, I'm going to Fansly. And they're making, talking about the other platform they're moving to. It's like, I, I just been looking at you. I didn't even realize you sell ass. But. I mean, you could tell. Yeah, like I just wasn't paying attention. Like I don't be liking. Here, it's, it's some of them that you're just like, you're doing a little too much. Like how are you traveling the world? You got on Instagram because you're pretty. Right. You, yeah, you go to the like five times a year. What's that about? Yeah, like I never see you in the office. <laughs> you always got all some exotic looking shit. Like what are you doing? You're not a I real person. To somebody to their face, dog. <laughs> Do you have a job? Do you I'm have a job? I never see you in an office. <laughs> don't worry about how I make my money. I don't. How much it costs? So, it does. On the kind of kinky, you might see her in an office. 
Hey, I mean, depends on the video she's shooting. Exactly. <laughs> oh Do my you? God. Hey, it depends on what website you're on. <laughs> Black girl goes to work and takes five cocks. Do you think that this is gonna bother anything like YouTube? Is it gonna take any of their money, or is it gonna bother uh, the Patreon money? I mean, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think so. Like YouTube, from the jump, they were like, we don't want to be that kind of brand because I know people used to way back in the day, like you know, oh, eight type of era. Like people used to try to upload them saucy videos on YouTube and stuff, right. um, and they started like deplatforming people. Mm -hmm. So Patreon, I too much money off of stupid shit to be worried about this. YouTube right. videos, of motherfuckers eating muffins, and you listening to the sound, and that video has five hundred thousand views. I mean, yeah, yeah, so, like. They got legit ads. They got like beer sponsorships and things that are responsible. Yeah, but, so I, don't, I don't see the general. But you're constantly hearing issues about YouTube and the creators and their payment platform and the way they pay the creators. So but it's have just, you stopped seeing videos on YouTube? That is a very good point. That is a very good point. So this is what I'm trying to figure out. How is OnlyFans now going to be valued? Like, what is their value? What do they bring to the table? I think they're going to be like Tumblr. I think they're going to go that that you brought them up. I think they're going to go ex that exact same kind of arc. It's like grand opening, like grand closing. Yeah, it's like, not. Uh, what's the point? I can get all this content elsewhere. Weren't they yep. trying to make like a an app that they could put on like an app store? Yeah, they have a, a, a <laughs> they have a friendly version of OnlyFans now. Yeah, but oh, yeah. trying to make like a legit, <clears throat> like like a, a, a verified sponsored version of this app that you can put on everything. I guess so, but is well, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is making is sponsorship money more valued than an audience or a, a, a community of people who are definitely coming to support your platform. Like I feel like you're gonna make way depends more money. Depends on what. I about to say to me, it would depend on who's ever bringing me more money. Like, well, I feel I, like. If you have a community of people, you you yeah. have a constant base that's already here for that one thing that you're providing Absolutely. them. I say you support the people who support you the most. That's what I agree with. But like if the sponsorships ain't and don't want to come out come out with a lot of money because you know we don't approve of what you're doing or whatever, but you got a billion people that fuck with you. Right. I say fuck with the billion and don't worry about them. You can make your own eventually. Yeah, exactly. It's a, tough, it's a tougher role, but you know, every nigga's an entrepreneur now, and every nigga can tell you, like, you know, bro, you got to get on your grind, you got to support your brand, you got to fuck with the people that fuck you, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so I say support who supports you. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's it, it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, sponsors are interested because you have a fan base. If you don't have a fan base, you don't get sponsors anymore. Exactly. Like, so take care of the fans first. Like, don't don't think about the sponsors because they'll stop messing with you if you ain't got a fan base anyway. You never know, you might get some different sponsors from the ones that were that you had. Like, mm -hmm. okay, sure, the the billionaire who's like very Christian and conservative values may not support you, but you'll get this sleazy motherfucker from the back office that's got a million dollars <laughs> in coke money that love your ass. So. Yeah. And you know, this is the wildest thing. Like, I've seen countless stories of people saying that they made like ten thousand dollars a month from OnlyFans. Like, that's six-figure jobs coming from this site. Mm. Who is paying that much just to watch somebody have sex? Sad people. Porn is free. Just like these flowers that they're giving to Cole Jackson. You're killing me. Next caller. Like I said, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is, this ain't, I ain't playing with your ass. Don't call up and play with me. Hey, Cole. It's 
just wanted to send you out some words of encouragement. Um, 2021 has been pretty shitty. <laughs> it's been on some fuck shit since it walked in the door. So trust me, I know that it can get hard out here for a pimp. But it gets better. That's the upside of it all. Like it may be down for a minute, but it gets better. And you know, when you have good qualities, you know, like yourself, you gotta come back around. Cause the good guys always win. You're funny, you're quirky, and you're kinda nice looking. It's a hit or miss sometimes depending on the hairstyle. <laughs> but overall you have a good heart you one of the good ones I will honestly say that you're absolutely one of the good ones so I definitely want you to find happiness and know that you know storms don't last always um, side note I listened to your Love Jones podcast review and you made a comment about you only watch Love Jones to get the panties and I started started thinking back like hold up <laughs> I think that's how he got me <laughs> I was so tickled it was so funny but well played grasshopper well played <laughs> but seriously um, I hope you get better and you you know you find some type of solace and knowing that you got people to support you. We rocking with you till the wheels fall off. Talk to you later. And we got a we got an interesting guest jumping in. I don't know if she can hear us just yet. Uh, looks like she's muted. Uh, this was one of the other ladies that was going to be on the show. This is Empress Journey. She's a legend. Oh yeah, you good? I'm sure it's nothing I haven't said. All right, so the you current remember my show? My yeah, you, so. the current conversation we're talking about OnlyFans. I just want to see. Uh, do you have any thoughts on OnlyFans changing their policy? They're getting rid of the nudity, not nudity, but getting rid of explicit content. Who me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that site about to be shut down. <laughs> nobody gonna go. Nobody went to OnlyFans when it was the format they're trying to take it back to. It mm -hmm. didn't get popping until the. Uh, Sex workers went on there and they started doing explicit stuff. So they just put a nail in their own cocktail. Nobody. It's gonna be like um. See, I can't even remember the site. Uh, Tumblr. Snapchat. Oh wow. What's Snapchat still popping. Yeah, Snapchat made that pussy. You know, it's really. Still... Tumblr too though. Tumblr had all the porn. It did. Isn't it amazing that we all know this? <laughs> You know? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm exactly what Leroy said. Not really. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm just I'm just kind of shocked that they would, like Rob was saying, they would kill their uh, their own, cut off their nose despite their face. That was a really good analogy. I couldn't think of anything other than. But it just seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot. There we go, Tory Lanez. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It, it was. Uh, I think their downfall was the little Disney chick that messed every it messed it up for everybody. Oh, you talking oh, about Daniel Bagoli? No, the yeah. other one. Bella Thorne, the one who like sort of finessed oh. some people for millions of dollars in the day, showing yeah. basically pictures of her arm or something. Now, if that's all you got to do, I would have got me an OnlyFans. I mean, what you said, I would have did the same fucking thing. Cole was, was talking about that dog. Like, my bad. Go ahead, sugar. No, nah, Cole was talking about doing the uh, elbows and knees. Ankles only. Yeah, ankles only. <laughs> right. I mean, if you paying, I will show it. Yeah, yeah. 
based on like some some things that I've heard from people who dabbled, um, who who have pages there, uh, like it's like SoundCloud rappers, dog. Like I think when people look at rappers and they like, oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna make it. And it's like for every one guy that you got, that's like a young thug. You got like seventeen thousand other people who still live with their mom. Right, right. You know I mean? A lot of little Zan out there, and it ain't good. <laughs> Don't even ask me how. <laughs> I met him back in the day, and I when I was four eleven, I was taller than him. I mean, he meet the name. It made me feel Zane. good about myself. <laughs> so, you know, he's so little. Damn. One of the things I love about Empress, she, uh, she, she's a legend in her city. Like, she knows just about everybody, and it's not often that somebody puts me on to some dope music. I gotta say thank you. I've been listening to Elevator J. Like nonstop since you posted oh, that video. Okay. Oh, he's the homie. Yo, I love Elevator. Yeah, Vader is is, is is he's the hardest out right now to me. I just like it. It's yeah. dope he's, music. We have like this new art center because you know gentrification. They took the the artists get stuff popping and then they take it, and yeah. then we get something else popping. Mm-hmm. So I think they covered their bases at this new spot, but this new spot is actually celebrating Charlotte artists. So you got to see Elevator got his own little like um. You know, like you, the little doors that you back eighteen wheelers up to. Right. They mm-hmm. start painting yeah. and showing homage to like different QC legends, QC Queen City, Charlotte. So he got his own like little, um, his face is on there. It's big as I don't know what. That's dope. what's up, man. It's hey, really dope. He's very dope. With the babies yet? Hmm. Have they painted over the babies yet? <laughs> No, no, this is like when I say artist. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, throw that shade. Nah, it's all right. On the baby, I'm real cool with a lot of his team, like for years and years. But he can rap, he can rap really well. I know he's got mainstream, but when I say artist, I'm talking about like our um, we call it QC hip hop. So I'm talking about like the underground legends, oh, okay. not. Yeah. It's too, you know, you had the mainstream and the backpack side, so this is more or less the ones that we really support and push up, and we do support the baby. Don't get that that twisted. We finally got one, and honestly, just out of the little circle that I traveled in for those years, I still travel in what I'm talking about, but (laughs) I I never thought he was going to be the one to make it that big. I had my money on a couple of other people, but... You know, going to South by Southwest in the diaper take you places. I, I mean, the antics is doing it for a lot of people. Yeah. That's all it's that the matters. Shenanigans. It's, it's the, the shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah, I remember when he did that. I was at that South by Southwest, and I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, you on Charlotte? I mean, but then he killed a <laughs> nigga in Walmart. So it was like, you can't try the baby, nigga. This dude's known for killing people. And I was in Walmart, that same Walmart, a couple of hours before that happened. Freaked me out. Tough. But that was self-defense. They were coming to get him. Yeah. He, he gets in a lot of he gets in a lot of shenanigans. He definitely gets in a lot of shenanigans. Shenanigans. Shenanigans have been pretty high this year. Like everybody's dealing with some shenanigans. And uh, I don't know if you guys have known, but Tesla's announcing some new shenanigans. Uh, let me tell you guys about the new Tesla bot. Have y'all seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm sharing my screen with you so you can see what I'm talking about. I'm going to say, don't show me nothing bad because I'm about to buy a Tesla. That's my next car. Flex. <laughs> Likely. Just do it. I like it. Just do it. <laughs> I'm with it. 
I've been, I've been wanting it. You know, if I want something too long, I'm just gonna have to get it, or it's gonna bug my spirit. They just don't have enough of them wall chargers for me to be like really serious about. Yeah, I need to be able to but that's, that's what I've been. That's what like I'm leery about. Probably like, <laughs> in Alabama. Yeah, I mean, it's like four places you can go charge. Exactly. So there's one like not too far away from where I live, like probably like a mile and a half away. And every time I go past there, there's like 20 Teslas in a line sitting waiting. And it's not like filling up your your tank at a gas station. Like that stuff take hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, like charge up your phone, bro. And if I'm on three percent and it's a line, I'm dog. Do y'all understand yeah. what we're talking about? We're talking about charging a car. <laughs> That's why you have to charge it on the house. I got the solar, so you know, charge it at the house. Yeah, but everybody ain't got houses. Yeah, you right. But you absolutely right. Tom, next caller. You don't like it? Kiss my ass. You don't like it? It's my house. Let's see. What can I say about Cole? He has like this mysterious type of I'm a Hulk but I'm also a teddy bear kind of look. Seems like a really great friend, like the type of person you would definitely want on your team. Yeah, I like Cole. He seems so cool. Yo, Cole, what's up with you, bro? Aunt, and a real real one, man. He, he, he told me you're going through through a mental break, I ain't gonna cap, you know what I'm saying? This this podcast game can get hella stressful if you don't take them breaks, man. You definitely need to take them breaks and shit. I do fuck with what y'all got going. I'm not gonna cap on that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all definitely leading the charge when it comes to the podcast game in the city, especially in the Birmingham Hoover area. I'm gonna say y'all the hottest out, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with y'all shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Um... I want to say it was it was a uh, what was that the last episode y'all was talking about uh, hand jobs and shit. So Nick can definitely be told in there. You know what I'm saying? You got chicks calling in. I don't know who y'all be having call in, but yeah, that should be that should be hella funny, bro. I can't even cap the content. Definitely be there. So I always know that you know what I'm saying. People are always watching you, bro. You know what I'm saying so get this recharged and come the fuck back on some shit. I'm saying take your time get the fuck back right can't nobody tell you if you you know what i'm saying and your mental can't nobody tell you about your mental like if your leg was broken we can see that we can't see your mental like you know what i'm saying i, I forgot where i heard that from but yeah uh greatness is a process you only get there by staying down bro love bro love only gangs only us only the mob you're But you could have this new Tesla bot, so here it is. Elon Musk I don't want introduced that. the world's <laughs> Tesla bot. Yeah, so let's talk about it. At Tesla's AI Day event, Elon Musk unveiled the Tesla bot, a humanoid robot. Here's what it looks like in all its rendered glory. It's a slim, human-like machine. The body is white with gray accents from its feet to where its collarbones would be. Then it's all black. What can it do? Take a look at this. First off, that's not a that's not a bot. That look like a person in there. Okay, it Elon Musk helpful. said that what we just saw with the dancing was not real, but he did share a couple of slides showing oh. what to expect from the Tesla bot. We'd be looking at a friendly five foot eight robot weighing only 125 pounds, since it is built out of undisclosed lightweight materials. It would be able to carry 45 pounds and deadlift 150 pounds. 
The Tesla bot is not fast. It reaches speeds of up to five miles per hour. Nice. Musk joked about the bot saying you would be able to run away from it and most likely <laughs> overpower it. I'm not making Most likely. He also see, said see, we no, certainly we hope like that this does not feature in a dystopian sci-fi movie. I'm not making that up either. Yeah, well, I gotta talk One like of the goals fight of the Tesla bot is to eliminate dangerous, repetitive, boring tasks. There was a slide on the technical details. The head would feature a screen to provide information to whomever's looking at the bot. It would run on Tesla's full self-driving computer with an autopilot system using eight cameras to help. AI is a big part of Tesla bot with one slide mentioning the use of neural net planning, simulation, and multi-cam video neural networks. The bot will be using all the tools that are in Tesla cars. Musk said that one of the goals of the Tesla bot is to have it do things that it was not explicitly trained to do. Telling the bot to go get your groceries or attach a bolt to something should be doable. A prototype of the Tesla bot could be a reality in 2022. All right, so why is this happening? Musk said that, quote, Tesla is arguably the world's biggest robotics company. Our cars are basically semi-sentient robots on wheels. He also explained that the robot is not specifically prompted by manufacturing needs. He also had this to say. We're just obviously making the pieces that are needed for look a like useful more. humanoid robot. Um, so I guess we probably should make it. We secretly trying to take over the else planet, planet, and I don't like it. I don't know I mean, if it's a secret. away from everything while he talks. This is like reason sure why Elon In a Q&A session, the Tesla team was asked if emotion and companionship. I don't care about the rest of this. I don't know if it's a secret. I think we all know that Tesla <laughs> is batshit crazy by now, right? Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, the, the, the hype around this doesn't make sense to me. Like, it, it, I think it's vaporware. You're talking about it coming out in 2022, dog? Like, when I it, don't see any kind of anything other than a mock-up around this thing. Well, um, are, did you not go through the tunnel? Have you not seen the tunnel that he was building? What about the Tesla truck? What, what are you talking about? Elon yeah, Musk always does whatever he says he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna buy this And I didn't really think he was gonna get that far. He put some shit on the moon? Yeah. He put a car on the moon. I thought he just put a car in orbit. Shit, that's farther than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he almost got there. He meant for the moon in orbit, whatever. Well, man, like, hey, look, I, I recently ludicrous got into space. And they, put some shit in the moon. Right. they were powered by family. <laughs> like, Honda's got the Osimo robot, and that's right. been in research and development for like almost 40 years now, like since the 80s. Like, there's Boston Dynamics who also have their bots, and they've been working on those. That's for Hyundai Boston now, Dynamics. right? You said what? I think Boston Dynamics got bought by Hyundai. Really? Yeah, it was a Google thing at once, and then now I think Hyundai got it. I did a story on it a couple. That's terrifying. They've been passed around like a promiscuous person for sure. But that's, they, that they should tell like you it. something. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Jesus Christ. That was good. That was. I had to just enjoy yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. You slid that out so smooth. So smooth. That was the part. I was just like, wow. Hey, you're keep talking. Like, uh-uh. yeah. We heard that. <laughs> but, I'm just saying, like, go ahead. I, I, I just don't know. Is there a need for this autonomous drone? That's what I was thinking. Like, who is this for? Did you like, say you're going to get the groceries out the car? We already got DoorDash for that. We got kids for that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have a little immigrants for that. <laughs> you got to feed them and clothe them. I don't know. I like That's what Rob said. Immigrants. 
that's the way a lot of people look at it. I'm not saying it's right and it or humane, but like we not, got a lot of people in the fields like who you know getting uh, dis dis uh, franchise left and right over stuff like that. The bot doesn't even specs wise like it doesn't even like do like things that are really difficult like. I don't understand why he put it can deadlift deadlift 150 pounds. He's like, got to let you know that it's only 100 something pounds and it won't it can't it. it can't run. It's not you that fast. It. You can I, maybe I overpower it. Why you need to tell me that, dog? Why the McDonald's be like 100% all beef patty. It's like I thought it was a burger. Though. I thought it was a burger though. Like, what's what's this for? Actually, I, if it's to help me, then why I gotta fight it? Right. That's the that's to calm your nerves because you know. to push that button. There you to go. Tell those robots. Y'all better buy a Tesla. Oh, you want a Toyota? Hold up. Where your house at? Hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> I also said dojo training on the bottom of one of them things. <laughs> I just don't see the point. <laughs> oh man, this is. I don't need a sparring partner for that. This is for iRobot part two. Right. This is, Did you see that Will Smith sent the uh, put the thing on Instagram with the with a picture like him? Like, mm, <laughs> I did not see. Seems that. like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So. I think this is just for the investors. You got to come out with something new to keep interest in your company. So, like Rob was saying, it's vaporware. It's just to stir up interest. Mm-hmm. It never something reasonable came out that year. What kind of power source is this going to have if it can do all these tasks? Nuclear. I mean, the <laughs> nuclear, the battery probably won't last that long, or it's going to have to constantly go back to a charge like a what are those a Roomba? Like a Tesla. That's a no. That's an annoying task that I don't want to do. I already got a robot for that. I don't need another one. Right. So <laughs> not that a, damn thing don't work half the time. The Roomba. <laughs> yes. I got the cheap version, so if I want to real. I, I got a blueberry version. I don't have a Roomba. Yeah. Oh, she said pink. That's just a different colorway, um, right? I got. I definitely don't have Roomba. I got. No, I, I got. I got the cheap one. I've been looking at the real one, but I got the cheap one, and it. it she got the Kobe Roomba. So it get, it get lost all the time. Yeah, my room TJ it, it gets in one room. corner and just start hitting back and forth, and I don't want to play with it no more. <laughs> Never goes back to his little base. I was like, uh uh. How much was it? Yeah. Said, I'm going to break. About $30. Oh, well, you got what you paid yeah. for, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You want this shit to work for $30, nigga? You ain't even going to do it for $30. Yeah. You better buy a broom. <laughs> <laughs> $6. Much cheaper. Oh, it's about $30. Yeah, if I want buy the real one, it's like $500, and I get the scratch in my head. like Right. For $30, I could have get this bullshit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You can't even get a real woman to do that shit for $30. You got to give them at least 40 Shit. Forty, forty dollars specifically. Forty dollars. I'm joking, no. Oh man, uh, yeah, the Tesla bot. This is uh, the future is upon us. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's a no for me, though. It's a no for you. It's yeah. A no for me. <laughs> I don't want no. They gonna be with that thing, no? They you gonna come over to their house and be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I had to get that Tesla bot, dog. <laughs> to do what? Like. Just, just for that haters, dog. I had to get that Tesla bot for the haters. You can just see, you can just see ignorant niggas trying to flex on females with that. Like, yeah, come over here. I got this Tesla bot in this TV. It's like that's some, that they got a TV like a and a Tesla. Killer. It seemed like another build to me. It's something else. It's not gonna deal. do nothing. That's gonna suck up your energy. Right. The Tesla cars my already. Bill high. Yeah. The cars already yeah. order parts on your credit card when right. something needs to be fixed. So nah, I'm good. This shit gonna that. be logging into your Instagram, posting shit. 
this broke motherfucker. He doesn't even replace the tissue. <laughs> like, what is this? Shit? To your Xbox Live yo, yo, you come home, he playing Call of Duty. Like, nigga, you, you, you don't clean up. The <laughs> <laughs> fuck is a Tesla bot? Dude? Sound like an ugly roommate. <laughs> it is an ugly roommate. <laughs> This is a prepaid call from an inmate at the county correctional facility. All phone calls are Cut that bitch off! Next caller! Hey Cole, this is me, Sparkle. I just wanted to send you a message and just let you know that I think you're awesome and I think you're super genuine, super fun, super funny, and I'm just so thankful for the way that you have been uh, a friend to me and a friend to Beast Logic as well. We appreciate you. Um, we love you and we're just sending you love and encouragement during this time. So, hope you're having a great day and just know that you have people in your corner that love and support you. All right. Bye. 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 Memories of Cole Jackson. Oh, man. <laughs> I have so many great ones because Cole Jackson is such a great guy. I think one of the, the best memories I have of him, me and Cole Jackson worked at that hellacious place called GameStop because I was his assistant manager at the time. Our numbers weren't great, you know, and he had to he had to rally the troops. It's crazy because Cole Jackson is a very stoic yet kind person on the inside, but he doesn't show that for people because of his hard exterior. When you get close to him, he's a great person. He's an awesome person and he's a leader. He's a natural born leader. We had a powwow about it right there in the middle of Lakeshore. Um, <laughs> and at the time, you know, like my head was all over the place because I was having problems with my family, friends living off me, and that was stressful. So he's talking about numbers. And I'm like, well, yo, man, what do you want me to do? I'm out here, I'm making my numbers. And he's like, yeah, but you, you're a leader. It's not enough for you to just make your numbers. You gotta make everybody else around you make these numbers. You gotta make everyone else inspired to want to follow you and do what you tell them to do. He's like, we can't, you can't just sit up here and be like, all right, I'm doing my job and then that's it. And he's like, cause I mean, listen, like I want, I know you're a good worker. I know you are, but the rest of these motherfuckers, you gotta make them actually get out there work. He's like, I can't defend y'all <laughs> and y'all aren't giving me anything to work with because they just gonna go with these numbers and give me the facts. He's like, this is just like me having uh, <laughs> out here fighting a war, but I ain't got no bullets. So what am I gonna do? What am I? I got a gun. I ain't got no bullets. What am I gonna do, Rockman? You know, I I remember crying and because I was you know in tears again. Now I didn't like ugly cry. You know what I'm saying? But but tears are coming down my eyes because I was just I was very exhausted at that time. But I remember thinking and realizing two things. One, I remember that clicking because of that great analogy. You know that he was out there and he was. He was fighting for. He's like, you you may not understand, but I'm I'm out there fighting for you. I'm trying to tell the DM that hey, they're giving it the best they can. He's like, but if you can't give me anything to work with, I can't help you. That was a great analogy because that made me understand that hey, even though I don't see it, he was fighting to work for me and to tell them like hey nah like this dude doesn't need to be fired i'm good i have a good team they just give me more time with them and then on top of that it taught me about leadership it taught me that it sometimes it's not enough for you to just work so hard when you're trying to work in a group of people and you just think that everybody else will work hard around you no like you have to inspire everyone else and you sometimes have to light a fire under people and so from that day on, the dynamic between me and the rest of the crew 
just changed because I was like, listen, like, I'm going to get on y'all. Like, because, you know, this is important to me inadvertently. And he probably didn't even know until, you know, later on, or he probably did know that, like, he helped my leadership skills. And that actually influenced me from then on to look at things a lot different in terms of being a leader over a project, especially, or a leader just over something in a team dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not enough to work hard by yourself. You have to inspire the people around you to work to your level as well. And I learned that from Cole Jackson, whether he knows that or not. So, you know, Cole Jackson, if you're hearing this, Rockman3k3 says, you know, thank you. Because that lesson that you taught me, it was a very pivotal moment. And it was a very paramount moment in my life that made me look at things differently. You like to joke that you're shallow, but actually I don't think you're shallow at all, man. I think you're a very deep person. And I think when people understand you, you know, it's it's a it's a level of treasure that no one's even thought of. So, you know, again, thank you so much for that lesson. And just thank you for being you, man. Thank you for being Cole Jackson out here in the streets. Cause listen, we we need you, man. Y'all here. Again, I appreciate you, Cole Jackson, and thank you for that life lesson, because I've always taken that with me wherever I've gone. And to this day I still think about that moment to be a better leader from someone that was a better leader. So Thank you, Cole Jackson. I appreciate you. For Rockman 3K3, that's right, your number one Nintendo fanboy, baby. Stay up, brother. I love you. It's sad how y'all trying to force this, this gay stuff on the world, bro. It's sad, bro. How y'all trying to ban artists. Y'all sad, bro. It's sad, bro. You know? In 10 years, it, gonna, it, gonna, it ain't going to be normal for a kid to be straight. Y'all trying to force it on, 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 on these kids, bro. You pushing it on the artists. Push it on all the biggest artists. You know why? Because the kids love those artists. You, you're attacking these kids. The kids love these artists. So we're going to make all them promote this shit. We're going to make all them promote it. And who going to follow? The kids. It's sad, bro. It's sad, bro. God doing backflips right now. This has been a, a situation that's been brewing in the background and it's an old topic, but it keeps reoccurring. And so I just felt like maybe we could tackle this. Uh, we're probably not going to be as PC as we probably should because it might offend some people. But do you guys feel like there is a gay agenda going on? Something out there trying to make turn our, our, our youth into gays? Yes. No. I think that's who we no. Okay. I'm not going to call it an agenda. I just think, I think there's a, a wider expression of it. Like, it's not as, I don't know. I'm not going to call it an, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, it, yeah, it used to be very taboo. You rarely see it. But mm. then now, it's just, it's out here. It's just, Look at me, shit. I'm the gays here. are not your dirty little secret anymore. See, I don't know if we're supposed to call them the gays. But it sounds, it sounds fine to me. I just don't know how they fit. Well, as as a sister to a gay... <laughs> my Why brother, you laugh? Yes, this is my brother and he's one okay. of the gays. Um, <laughs> no, nah, my brother is super cool. Black. But... He doesn't even acknowledge the LGBTQ. He just be say he says the LGBT etc etc. He's like <laughs> he an old school gay. He only he all this new school stuff. <laughs> he, he don't. I think it's a lot got a coming out. Shit, when I was doing it, I was just I was just that down the street. 
I'm just, I think it's just a lot of new stuff that a lot of people are trying to add that make it confuses everybody. And then they get mad because you confuse and you ask a question and they be like, it's not my job to educate you. Right. How am I supposed to know? Oh, hell. Right. Yeah, I'm trying not to offend you, but I'm trying to give you the right pronouns and I'm trying to call you whatever you would prefer. They're they're V whatever. Them, 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 them days, they confused the mess out of me and I just I don't understand. And I, I, I took would a tell class them. on that and I, I still don't know. Who is teaching a class? I mean, my homegirl took the class. Oh, I work, I work, Where do you go for this class? Wait a minute. I'm lost. UNCC. Oh, you go to college. Gotcha. That was, well, my, was that was my problem. <laughs> Bingo. I work, I, see, I work with teenagers and, you know, yeah. puberty, they have to find themselves. So my corporation actually had a bunch of people who taught a seminar on this. It was like uh-huh. an hour and 45 minutes for three days. Shit. About, prona- about pronouns, gender specific, you know, things, mm-hmm. all the bathroom talk, all that stuff. It was very while. Got a question. When they go over the bathroom part, do they tell them to sit down or stand up or flush the toilet? Like Nothing what? What is? Go whatever makes you feel comfortable. <laughs> okay, I'm just being stupid, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I would I would say that like, okay. um, my bad. Like the the agenda part, I think things kind of get conflated a little bit. So I think every single group should have an agenda. Like you know, Asians have an okay. agenda, and then Japanese have an agenda, and then Japanese women have an agenda. Right. I think it's okay for every group to have an agenda. Um, I think sometimes things get conflated with like sort of because um, I, I believe there has been sort of an attempt by dominant society to try to emasculate, you know, black men as much as possible. OK, I don't think that necessarily goes in line with promoting gay people. You know what I mean? Like, I think those are two different things. I think somebody because, you know, someone like, you know, Lil Nas X or whatever is, is getting popular. That doesn't mean, oh, they're trying to, like, mess with black men. It's like, oh, maybe he's just got popular music and he's got a fan base and somebody who resonates with his music is trying to promote him. But I don't think that's necessarily the exact same thing as we're trying to castrate black men. Yeah. Now, my brother even called Lil Nas X super gay. I, I would say so. Like, it's on the, a lot, it's the a lot of the gays that say he's out gaying everybody. I don't know if he's gay. I feel like he might be faking it. Uh, <laughs> nah, you don't fake this? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I've known some people who fake it, but. Um, it just seems like he's trying to ride that wave, and Jesus Christ. Oh, ride was probably the wrong word to use, but he's trying to coast. Riding it. Old Town Road. Hey, old Town Road. <sighs> Look, I mean, if well, you know, pays, do it. I think is if you offended by what I did, I don't think he would have went if people would have just been like, oh, okay, he did that. I don't think he would have took it up a notch. But the more you bother him, the more he's gonna be like, I'm gonna put it dead in your face and I'm gonna keep putting it in your face. But shut up. I wasn't gonna say anything. What what's that last I don't I don't know his music, but I know the video he did when he was, you know, coming down the strip of hole to hell and splitting it open for he did that because people kept telling him to go. He was going to hell for being gay. So he, like, if I'm gonna go to hell, I'm gonna take hell over. I get it. Oh like wow, it's that's that's kind of dope. As that being to me, I didn't know that was what he was trying to say. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, but it's it's hard to to me like tell somebody to change up the formula when every time they do something like it this, works. they get hundreds of millions of views. Exactly. Like it's working, dog. The product is selling. I'm not gonna change it up. We're not gonna do new coke. Old coke is selling fine. 
I agree with like, you. I'm not, I'm not mad at him. Like, I don't think there's some smoke-filled room with these guys huddled around the table talking about, all right, these black guys with their big swinging dick, they've, they've survived the crack era. They survived the police and the drugs. And now we got to just make them fuck each other. Let's make them turn gay. Like, that shit doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think that happens. Oh, the industry plan. You think... You don't think the, the but, trial that comes up for for the trial audit commission is a topic of discussion? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, dog. Like, I think they got much bigger things to work. Well, they most definitely do. They're trying to pull out Afghanistan. But uh, what I don't understand is what's happening to why why can't people question the culture changing? And like, culture is always going to evolve. Culture is always going to switch and change. But why is it such pushback when people say, "Hey"? This stuff is happening a lot, and it looks like a concerted effort is going on. What's really happening right now? The concerted effort is to be accepted. Boom. The world saying, hey, guess what? The world is not consistent or just completely made up of cisgenders, just white men. Mm-hmm. Taking it over, you know what I'm saying? Right. Look, it's it's different cultures. It's different people living a different way of life. We've been living in that white lens so long. When you see something different, it's like, oh, they're trying to take over. No, we're just trying to find our little space. Like yeah. we here too. It's not a white world like they want you to think. It's colors around here. Yes, colors. <laughs> I think gay people have been here for forever. I mean, we've heard about oh, this yeah, since the Roman days, but now when you talk about it, people are like, "This is the new culture. You got to make sure you understand." And I, I, I'm not bothered by anybody of any other sexuality. Whatever you do in your bedroom is what you do. That's your business. I don't I'll fucking care. It's not going to change my life any one bit. Like I've hung out with gay people and never had a problem. I'm not worried. Like Bootsy, Bootsy talking about they, these boys are trying to be straight. Like, bro, what are you? What are you saying? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we, can't, we, we, we can't take nothing Bootsy say serious because I, I mean, think I think he's had a couple of trusts. What you jail. talking about, dog? Talking about wow. whoever ran up in him in jail. Golly. I think he has had a couple <laughs> in him. You look like a bottom. I'm, that's just my observation. I, I can, yeah, like, <laughs> like my my thing with with him, like specifically, or probably a lot of people, like you know, I can understand people questioning things changing. My thing is about like, especially like those so, sort of lens he's looking at it through. Is you got to keep that same energy, dog. Like we talking about like hip hop, rap, popular culture. Like this is an era, and it has been for probably thirty years of debauchery and degeneracy. Like that's what's been selling for a long time. This is not some new thing. Right. Not because. Yeah, because some man is talking about his sexuality, his homosexuality. Now it's an issue. But when we got, you know, you know, women twerking all over the place and you hiring like sex workers to molest your son for all intents and purposes, then it's all right. Yeah. But talking about an adult man being a consensual and talking about that right. that's an issue. All right. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to play. I want to bring up the conversation that you brought up last week. All right. Uh, Shogun um, with the Robin thing. Okay. I brought it up on my show as well, and I, I I told you I had the same feel about you. Like, it isn't, it doesn't feel like an agenda, but it just seems to be an explosion of everybody gay now. Yeah. And and I, I know what you try. I'm glad you said it the way you said it because I didn't. I don't think I said it the right way. On I don't my think podcast. I said it the right way either. But I got it out. You said it clearly that I did because I was trying leaning like, kind of like the Black Panther thing. Like after Black Panther, everything was black. Black. Like, uh, Fury was black. black. You know, every other character was going to be a black or a woman. So, 
I'm and I'm fine with with the influx of the culture and everything, but make new characters. Thank you. Just make or, new you shit. Know, just give them give them a story that is believable. And the same thing with you know gay stuff. Like if they gay, I don't see the point of celebrating it. Like it's something brand new because like you wouldn't celebrate a paraplegic person if they was in a wheelchair. I would if I they could it's celebrate it. Day. It's a date for everything. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's a date, but like. We'll go again. When is paraplegic day? <laughs> That's the wheelchair day. October. My nigga, that shit is September the 5th. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Every year, September the 5th marks the celebration of World Spinal Cord Injury Awardness Day. Uh, all right. So what are we doing for that? Just for the period. Lay down. Wow, dog, you out of pocket. That was too far? <laughs> that was too far? She just didn't see it coming. <laughs> Neither did they. They paraplegic now. Nigga, fuck out of here. I clutched my entire pearls. I can't I was like, there's going to be a moment. He's going to see. This is it. This is it. Yep. Is this the day that I can take off work? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> he said later. Oh, shit. That is hilarious. Ice bucket challenge, baby. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have a beef with the awareness thing. I think it's just like, you know, I know, know it probably wasn't the best choice of words, but it's like, you know, riding the wave, like, oh, this is the new thing. This is what everybody's yeah. flocking to, this is what everybody. And I think, well, I'll say this. I think a lot of people are virtue signaling. So they're telling everybody about, you know, this, that, and the third, and we've got to support our community this way, and let me like this status. And they sitting at, their home, at home not doing shit about not anything. Doing they it, just yeah. want to let everybody else know that they're open-minded and liberal, and I care about everybody. But Keep you those don't. black people over there, and as long as my son's not gay, and all that kind of shit, man. Yeah, this is the most laziest. I'm sorry. But I don't care about it. I can appreciate somebody saying that. I respect that. Now I know what's going on. Nope, nope. You got you to get canceled for that. You don't care about cancel culture. I was canceled. I was in grad school. I went to uh, Grand Canyon University. And it was closer to Trump's, the beginning of Trump's presidency. And I remember, what was I in grad school for that time? Psychology. And my teacher was like, oh, yeah, what would you be prejudiced against? I said, uh, Trump supporters. Let out. I said, and he was like, why? I said, because they're willfully ignorant. <laughs> and he said, why must we willfully ignorant? I said, you must be. <laughs> and then he failed me. He, <laughs> he failed you? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's possible. Like, you did the work. So how did you I fail? Did, but <laughs> you want to know how they tried to get me? How they tried to get me? Yeah. Said I plagiarized by putting too many quotes in a paper. It's a quote, my nigga. And they were documented. So I'm like, you I say that's what the whole bibliography for. As long as you cite yeah, this, you like, doesn't matter, nigga. You put too many quotes, but here. you can only have but five quotes. They were a Trump school. Uh, and apparently yeah. it was a whole thing. I thought that I school got discredited. Home. Trump Who is college. They are. I don't support everybody. I don't support ignorant people. I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and oh, the world is great. It's not. It's <laughs> not. That's stupid. If you believe two and two is five, hey, show this. But see, that's the problem. We believe in four in this house. We, when they convince people that two plus two is five, that's when we lose everything else, and that's why you have to have Every a line. Everything oh. supporter. What'd you say? I said Trump supporters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can, no, they didn't riot. They didn't storm the Capitol. 
He just went what in there call? to look around their house. <laughs> they didn't have weapons. It was, just a, it was a real weapons. tour. That's all it was. I don't, I don't remember seeing weapons. I will say that. Oh, no. I saw the weapons. They were using flagpoles. Oh, get the fuck out of here. They, they got guns, nigga. Fuck them. Them larping ass trumps. Yeah. Anything around you can be a weapon. True. Pick it up and knock the hell out of somebody. True. That's what my mama told me. But the best part about that whole day was the deranged Trump supporter was the only one who got killed. You know, it could have ended way worse. Like the way the media was hyping it up, it was almost like they were trying to say that this was like a civil war and it wasn't anything like that. I think the way that's been handled in general is a referendum on how dominant society views everything and how depending on whose prism it is and who's doing it very clearly, who's doing it, that determines what's going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. You can't say that we don't live in a, in a biased society when people can literally invade the capital yes. and get away with it with impunity. Like, I thought that was trees and shot in the back of the head type of stuff. That's what they told me in school. And it should be. But unfortunately, no. did, y- did y'all get the kick it though? Her family is suing. Yeah. Saying that they could have said, stop, don't, or ask her to leave nightly. As she ravagely tried to break into the Capitol. As she tries to break into a government building. Yeah. Just dismiss that case. Get the fuck out of here. She's dead. like $10 million, I think. (laughs) You're not going to get that. They're not getting it. going to get something, and that's where the problem is. She might get it. Yeah, she might say they're gonna probably settle for something. They might settle. She may not get anything. Them lawyers gonna get paid. Maybe she getting put in the ground. <laughs> she already in the ground, yeah. Well, that's Dark better than what she deserves. Shit, what the fuck out of here. Look, I don't I, I'm not one to say that they shouldn't protest shit. I'm not saying that against Black Lives Matter, so I'm not saying that against Trump supporters. But going about it trying to storm the Capitol, that's just dumb shit. So whatever whatever happens, you should be locked up and thrown in prison for your actions. So get out of here. Was I, I terrified really by that day? Was that? I wonder how many really did get locked up. I don't know. We all heard about the shaman dude talking about he couldn't eat certain types of food and bullshit. Like, but they gave it to him. Or get they it to him. They gave it to him. They, gave him. they went out and found that shit for him. Man, if you don't it's shit in that nigga's good. sandwich. Just like the dude who got arrested, he's like, look, man, I'm hungry. Can y'all send me to Burger King? And they did. He did a massive shooting, killing all those people in the church. Did he kill up a church? Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here. Beat his ass. You want the number one or you want the number two? She get a number two. Man, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. It don't matter how you come with me. If you if you down doing what I'm talking about doing, lawyers can get this book open. Trained in these words to get the poor, the fatherless, and the widows up out of them penitentiaries. If you down with that, you ain't down with that, shut your goddamn ass up. Next caller, me, me. Hey Cole, um, I hear that you're not feeling well. I hope you feel better. Um, I hope you hurry up and come back so you can control this nigga Shogun because he will go on a wild and crazy tangent. But I hope you feel better. The shows wouldn't be the show without you. And I hope that this message reaches you, gives you a smile, and I hope somebody blesses you with a hand job today. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hope somebody blesses you with a hand job today. Anyway, love the show, guys. Um, very happy that I found it, and I hope y'all have a good day. Hey, 
government podcast it's one of your newly but faithful potties if that makes any sense and i just wanted to send my well wishes to have that makes the whole mr cole You're not alone in your process. Just know that you have faithful listeners that appreciate everything you do for the show. Me being one of them. And I mean, you're half. So without you, it won't make sense. You may be going through it, but knowing what you need and how to get help for what you need will make the process shorter than what it has to be. And besides, I don't think I can listen to the show without you. Take care of yourself. This is going to be a hard to transition to, but... uh, Fuck. Since you're talking about asses, how have your asses been acting out here in the streets of COVID and dating? I mean, half of this chat is married, and the other half is out here seeing the world, so... (laughs) I'm about to say, ain't been no dating around these parts. (laughs) So... Robert Mortal, how has the uh, the? Well, I don't even know your your marital status at this point. Are you single? I'm I'm divorced. I'm single. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, it's been it's been interesting. Um, these apps out here, like, cause it's like you you ain't gonna meet people when everything was shut down. Hell like, nah. Of course, you want to meet people. COVID time, dog. So <laughs> <laughs> everything kind of got wiped out, and you got to start like you know meeting people on the apps. I didn't do like none of that for the first you know probably six months after COVID because nobody knew what the hell was going on. Then you hop on some of these apps. Um, <laughs> and, and I found out- Wait, 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 wait. What was the laugh about? <laughs> oh, like, because like one of the ones that I was, I guess, most successful on was one of the ones that like my ex-wife suggested. She was like, uh, yo, get on this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, she knew but, what they was looking for. So, I mean, who else would know, right? Right. Um, but I think the dating thing, I haven't done it like two different other than like, I feel like at least when it, it's been an adjustment because like when when I when I was married, like things were a certain kind of way, at least dating style. And you come into being single and it's like, mm. oh, shit's like really fucked up out here. Yeah. Like, it's different. Now hold on to the marriages if you can. This thing, the single thing is like real yeah. up and down. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear plenty of horror stories like that, bro. Stay yeah. This shit here. It's different. But, Go ahead. Go ahead. What What are you doing during the pandemic stages? Like, were you able to still link link up with people, or were you just doing the virtual dates, or were you doing like parking lot pipping and staying six feet away from everybody? I mean, like, it's like my my process on the apps was like so. You know, you match up with somebody, whatever. You text for the next amount of days, then you video chat them. Like this is what I would do, and then you know, you get, they get your phone number, or I give them my phone number, and then eventually we would meet in person. And right. I'm, I'm, I live in Texas. I live in Dallas, Texas. They don't care about COVID here, so everything was just butt naked, wide open anyway. Like, oh, so she no was butt naked, t- wide open on the app. I got the you. restaurant was, and, and a lot of immune systems probably finna be. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like your style, there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, meeting people wasn't wasn't like difficult or anything like that or and, and too many hoops to jump through. I think like, you know, if you if had been pre-COVID, I don't think it would have been any different. Right. It's just interesting, like people being like uh, they say one thing on their profile about like COVID and protocols and other kind of stuff. If she like you, dog, she don't care about none of them rules and all this. She other gonna kind risk of stuff. it. That profile. Like, like, all get thrown up on Mm. You said, well, you wrote? She gonna cut a hole in that mask if you the right one. <laughs> damn. Like, damn. 
mask off. <laughs> That's how future like it. <laughs> yeah, he don't believe in protection. Yeah, no protection at all, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but you try to be responsible and you know respect people's spaces until you don't want to anymore. And then yeah, you know, then it's whatever. Nobody cares about six feet when when you get in that mood. I mean, yeah. What would you say is your perfect pandemic like date? See that that's weird to say because it's like I mean, if am I respecting protocols or do I live in Texas? No, just your perfect <laughs> pandemic date, like you, <laughs> Robert Mortal. Uh, first date. Don't like, give me no PCS, nigga. Answer this shit correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! We go to a nice restaurant and we have a lovely. Ah, uh, that's, sure. that's it. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> A restaurant. What's your, what's your first pandemic date, bro? Oh, we went to the beach. See, I'm good. Oh, flex hard. Y'all go on vacation and shit. <laughs> nah, I had to meet her there. <laughs> we met at the beach. And, uh, oh, okay. Nah, you, you meet at the beach, so, because, you know, when you go swimming, mm-hmm. you get to see her real face. Like, she can have all that makeup and stuff oh. on. But when she get in the water, it washes off. So, <laughs> we went to the beach and just hung around Pretty there. Hell. Yeah, but it was cool because we made it an event, not just like something to do. But what, like y'all was riding horses or something, like on the beach? I mean, we was going like we was. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we didn't ride the horses. I couldn't afford it. No, no we went, we went to like an ice cream parlor, uh, a couple of restaurants okay. and things. You just, just a couple stops, yeah, a couple yeah. spots, you know, to get to talk and just get to actually know her. But that wasn't like that was our first date. But that wasn't the first time we met each other. Like we we talked, oh. we video chat. We hadn't seen each other in person, but that was like. Yeah. We broke the ice way the before. We're already established. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I was just Aww. just wondering how how you guys are handling this COVID thing. So y'all y'all met on the app, Bruh. Yeah, of course. Everybody met on the app, man. Which one, dog? Ooh, Don't shout out Facebook. I was in the in the in the comments creeping. Were you not? Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's dope. Like, so you just did regular like Facebook, not like Facebook dating, because I've heard horror stories about Facebook dating. Facebook dating is not bad. Okay. I mean, it, it takes a lot of the lies out of the situation, like, because people really have profiles. You know what I mean? Like, they can't really lie that much. Like, I can see your actual, pro, you know, profile. But yeah. it's still dating apps. So, niggas is still going to lie. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, I think the success rate is higher on Facebook dating because it's linked to a real person. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't see a whole bunch of side boobs and then it'd be some, hey, go to my cam show after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that happened to me a lot. Of see what I'm saying? <laughs> Check you out my link. It's like, oh, the finesse is coming. The finesse oh, is there. Like, sheesh. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I met my husband on Hinge. See what I'm saying? You said what? I met my husband on Hinge. Yeah, like, Hinge is the one that I had the most success on. Like, hmm. Hinge is a little, like, so... I couldn't stand Tinder. Uh, some of them swipe, swipe, the- swipe, swipe, swipe. It's an L, okay? <laughs> I think people just be on there just to see how many likes they can get on their profile, like just for attention type of thing. It's, the it's killer like a- lives it, on Tinder. It, I don't care. What it does give you those dopamine boosts <laughs> when you say, oh, she like me too. Oh, yeah, nigga. <laughs> 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 I, I, think, I think Bumble's kind of weird because like it, it forces women to make the first move. And I women didn't like not- it. <laughs> and they don't know what to say first. 
Like they they be like, hey, and that's that's they that's they first. But move, which but is I mean that shit works if they cute enough. You gonna reply? This conversation, bitch. But like, why even go through that? Like, might as well just be like, all right, whoever did the match, you know, let them start the conversation or whatever. Like they like it because it's a level of filtration. They don't have to deal with all the bullshit going into their inbox. They jump into everybody's inbox first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only snag like I've had with Hinge is, well, this would happen probably on any app. I've had first dates where I'm like, I don't get fooled by filters often, but you got me, girl. You oh, got me with the filters, yes. You got me with them angles. And they show up and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be superficial, but they will be superficial. We're not getting the second date. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> somebody, I was looking raggedy to somebody too. They don't tell him, but like I, I've been finessed like probably twice. And not completely different. It's just like, I didn't realize that you didn't have a skin routine. Look, I've been. <laughs> I have definitely been finessed by a filter. You know, she had some huge looking breasts and that's all I saw. So we met up. And then when I saw her, she was looking oh, like man. the penguin from Batman Returns. And I was just like, ah, I understand. Yeah. She was saying one of Twitter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> she went without the photo. The Abby, nigga. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If I only see photos from like chest up. No, I, I didn't, I I didn't care. I didn't well, care. Most of, my, most of my photos are chest up because I'm short. <laughs> Nigga, so sit the camera far back in the room, motherfucker. <laughs> Use but the voice control. Though, like, Empress, like, you got a whole husband. Like, you don't have to market yourself, per se. You already got the championship. I had to at one point, but okay. I really didn't. <laughs> I ended up meeting him when I was just bored. Like, we were both bored. And um, I think it was like a hip hop question on there. And we start fighting. Like we immediately got to this like, you know, I'm not, I know because if he hears it, he can see he's gonna come down. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely want to know what the question is. Gentrification. That's what. <laughs> that's what smart what all. I feel like people put Eminem in the top five for gentrification purposes oh because he's he's a token. Okay. You gotta have a white guy up there. That's the. Nah, I don't agree with you on that. See, nope. But it's nope, just because nope. I think it's just because of my age. I don't know. Could be. It, it depends on what somebody's top five is based on. I think. Oh no, he had, see. I'm not. I, I don't want to bring him back. He got the whole criteria. <laughs> this is what started our relationship. You kick that door, but like, no, we ain't having this goddamn conversation. I, I honestly yeah. think M a week straight, <laughs> nonstop. Day I night. would. I wouldn't say top five, but I would definitely put him in that top twenty-five category, just oh, based yeah. on his oh, ability to rap. Like he can work. See, see, y'all, y'all got him. <laughs> where yeah, where yeah, where yeah. Nah, nah. Bring him on. Bring him on. Yeah. Uh oh. was lucky. Like I heard him. There he is. Making on apps and stuff, and I told him I met you on Hinge, and what sparked our relationship. What's your what's your top uh ten what's your top five categories? See? No, we not. Shout out Dave. Get an opt out clause. Right. I don't have the energy today. No, nah, I feel you. <laughs> I don't know. He he technically is one of the top rappers, like skill wise. But I didn't say he wasn't good. I'm just saying when he was one of the top five, I feel like if, if he was black, would he still get the same? He would be Royce to five nine. Uh oh. Okay, if he's Roy, where's Royce in your top five? He like he's number one. Nah, <laughs> Royce is like maybe twenty two or something. Like he ain't he ain't that high. He is he's very skillful. He is very skillful, but he doesn't say anything. 
and that's his problem. Like, and what does Eminem say? Nothing. He tells you about killing his mom and drugs and stuff. But Eminem, you know what you're saying to my little teenage angsty soul? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, all I was saying. In the same way that Chester did it for Linkin Park, Eminem right. did it from the hip hop version of it. And at that time, I related with it. But as I've gotten older, his music didn't grow with me. But I still yeah. listen to it just it to get. Well. You go back for five memories. Superman. Superman. I was about to say, like, I was like, I put that on right now. Superman is my yeah. shit. Everybody knows. <laughs> we don't love these hoes. That's just shit how the goes. <laughs> but no, I mean Eminem is definitely dope. But there's there's <clears throat> should should our top five lists evolve over time? Yes, but that's that means Tupac, Biggie, eventually they're gonna fade out, right? Well, depending on your age group and depends what you like, age, because yeah. right now mine stays the same because I don't like none of these new except for it's a chick I like out that's out there. What's her name? Put me on. Lord, it's Ratchet Rap. It's from when I feel like selling drugs in the car in my head. Ooh, is it Lotto? That's every Monday. Nope. I, I like Ratchet <laughs> Rap. <laughs> right. I, I like have, to, female I have to find it. I have to look on my little female YouTube. Ratchet Rap. I'll be like, ooh. Yeah, I'm talking about like. I like, uh, I like the Ratchet. I like City Girls. That's just my particular flavor. I like when women talking their shit. I think it's fun, fun to see. Cause half the time they're not living that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just like male rappers, it's a fantasy. Maybe over your head, I'm ahead of my time. Niggas scared of my future. I know they dreading my prime. Cause I only make classics. Now what that take? Timing, cold under pressure. What that make? Diamonds. Hey y'all. It's your favorite listener here, Delicia. I feel like y'all are like my real life friends, even though I've never met y'all. And somebody, I ain't gonna say who, told me Cole was feeling a little under the weather mentally. And that ain't gonna flout me. Like, who we need to roll up on? Who got us fucked up? It's not okay. <laughs> nah, but for real though, whatever is attacking your spirit, Cole, be it family, work some hussy on the street that hater that wrote in last week fuck them fuck them fuck them all you're too talented too talented to let them drag you down you're one of the dopest dudes that i know as much as i can know somebody i i have never met so many things about your work ethic and how you carry yourself are admirable to me in my eyes you're a handsome dude that is health conscious driven funny as fuck an amazing friend and if the rumor's true you know how to work that thing so i hope you see that in yourself and i hope you feel better as well and don't let them haters drag you down how do y'all feel about shikari richardson oh i did it yeah i said it oh man <laughs> uh, she's better than me i'd have been on the back on side like ah i got a cramp ah, i don't know if she's better than you dog like i think you could have placed last place like everybody else on this call I'm 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 gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my husband's opinion on this one. He said something that really hit home. He was like, "Yeah, she came in last, but do you know who came in first? Damn, you damn like right. Him and her brain, her it was brain the Jamaicans. Yeah, uh, ETH okay. doing something, but yeah, good. That's like it's from a market standpoint. Good point. Good point. That's a good point. It was yeah, one of them Jamaicans. Them on the low now. <laughs> like how how the woman who won wasn't getting interviewed by NBC. Cause they didn't exactly. care about it. She wasn't popping like Shikari is. She, she like, by the way, like she said, a, a, a whole bunch of like on, her own records on that. Like the only person who's ever recorded a time faster than that was Flojo. Hmm. Like she in that race. Made a joke I don't like her. 
And it was like, what was the other girl that Yoren Vandersloot uh, kidnapped? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I just don't want Shakari Richardson to turn into like the Takashi Six Nine of Sprinter in, in the sports. You know what I'm saying? Where she ends up being oh. some sort of gimmick because we don't respect her skill set because her skill set don't get her on the podium. Gotcha. Now, I mean, she's definitely about the culture. You know, she's she's representing that and she's representing who she is and I, I respect that the most but when you have this much support you got to show up you know what i mean and she just dropped I mean, the ball that yeah. you got to show up and she dropped the right. ball and so it's it's okay to critique her but yeah. are they giving her a fair straight uh fair share i don't i don't know people are mad about it y'all have bad days i can't let me tell you, I still be on that little starring block. I would never left. <laughs> like, I can't run. Like, if something chased me, I'm going to get in these streets and run. But if you just want to see me. Maybe it was the weed, I'm dog. Maybe she need the know. weed. <laughs> Maybe it's a performance enhancing drug. We don't know. I mean, no, no, because I have a on, the nor- on the regular. I get slow. I get sleepy. Everybody though, everybody I, yeah. went nowhere. I was throwing up on the bathroom floor in New Orleans. <laughs> That's a bad reaction. You got to chill. Nigga, I was drunk and high. I was I was gone. I'm then I'm like, saying that like y'all ain't got memories of carrying me up the stairs because I was black. I, I wasn't gonna talk about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem making fun of me. <laughs> Bro, that still don't be Maybe my co-host not on here because he got a story about me. Oh man. You haven't lived until you just got fucked up. <laughs> Like, I had to carry my homeboy Jay out the club one time. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That nigga was walking into the club. He said, I want to get fucked up like him. And he was passed out on my back, and I'm walking out with him. He's like, I'm trying to get fucked up like him. <laughs> people grow and evolve. Yeah, man. You know, we improve as people. Yes, we, we have definitely people. improved. And then, 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 here what's going on it's your boy Sid. i just wanted to stop through and drop off a few words for cole jackson um or one thing i could say i like about cole is just how passionate he is about certain things like it's certain topics that y'all talk about on government name that he was like eh, whatever but then it it depends on the topic he'll get real passionate about it but i wanted to bring up one memory that i got and it replays in my head all the time i know i keep bringing it up he was on my show uh the social introvert podcast and he goes into this maybe five six probably seven minute rant about how much he dislikes ll cool j and it was some of the greatest shit in the world (laughs) and all i said i think he was making comparisons to nelly and ll cool j's careers and all i said was goat 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 and um man I just wanted to say, bruh, I know folks in general just don't consistently communicate like we should, but I'm just letting you know, whatever's on your mind, uh, you need some shit to get off your ch- your chest, uh, rant, it don't matter what it is, bruh, you can call, you can text, Facebook Messenger, Twitter Messenger, it don't matter what it is, bruh, hit me up, um, and I just want to say, bruh, you killing shit, man, BYNK Radio, look, I'm enjoying every second of it, man shit don't happen overnight but we just got to keep that shit going um peace and i'm gonna hit you up real soon about doing the episode some random shit random topics but yeah uh 
just let me know when you're ready and we can we can go ahead and, and get it done bro peace for the final 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 thing i want to talk about have y'all seen the hood olympics these milk cartons these milk cartons are fucking niggas up right now the question is why is i mean i've done this before you yeah, don't look this hard. yes because i was dumb and we did this shit as kids but grown people it just throws <laughs> y'all the fuck off nigga i'm past 30. <laughs> I'm not risking it. I'm not risking it, bro. Yeah, dog. It hurt my ankle, and I went no good for a whole month. See what I'm saying? Did y'all see the dude? He had the, th- he had the threes on. He was rolling up yeah. as he was doing it. I seen he it. He was doing it so calm. I seen like, it. Yeah, why isn't everybody doing it like him? Because he everybody ain't got balance, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel like the risk is worth the reward with that. Like to Shogun's point, like I'm, I'm not trying to be in the emergency room. They're like, "What? Well, what happened? You know, these, these milk crates. Dog. It's like, ain't you thirty something? Yeah, but these milk crates, dog. You know, it's camera. This how I know I'm getting old. The first thing I recognized was like, why is there no mats on the side? Like they doing this shit in the grass. What's the equipment? <laughs> these niggas is climbing milk cartons, knowing they gonna fall, but they getting up. There's nothing to catch them. Niggas said, "What a man." What a man said. One of them did have a mat down, but it was only on one side. Bro, I've seen some when niggas went face first into the asphalt. Nigga. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing that got me. Why are you doing this on like concrete? Grass. Nah. The grass might be uneven though. You know what I'm saying? They trying to get but that balance straight. Hit, would you rather hit the grass or would you rather scrape your face up on Oh, the I ain't scraping shit because I ain't doing I it. I ain't going up here. <laughs> about, about to be celebrating September 5th and on the ass in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's fucking <laughs> right, right. I just can't do it. I like that somebody said the CIA dropping off milk cartons in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing them fireworks. Shakira was gonna buy NBC too. <laughs> right. No, I, I gotta, I gotta say that you know, as black people, we are very innovative and we can make anything hot. Like, who would thought? That climbing and stepping up milk cartons would be one of the top trending things on the, on the internet right now. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, we just need to. Right for the white people to come shoot. and start doing it. That's when the black people stop. We used to shoot music videos where everybody would sit still, and the camera would just walk through. That's very true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, black people. I feel like we the kings of content creation. We're not the kings of monetization. We the kings of content creation. Yeah, if we could figure out a way to monetize this stuff, we would be straight. I'm curious to see. I never downloaded TikTok. Yeah, I didn't. The black creators were boycotting um, TikTok. All the white people were stealing it. (laughs) And they said, we're not going to do it. And they got right back on it. Oh, well. Yeah. Got to unify. So, you know, you know, protest is kind of iffy these days. Yo, I was thinking this. I think they they were able to. I think I don't know if all of them, but I know one hmm. was able to kind of copyright the dance. So anytime somebody do it, I think she gets made somehow. I think one of them was able to. I think that was uh, the dude from Drake video. What's his name? Yoshi. That's one. The real winners are like I almost feel like this is just another promotion channel for record record labels. Like somebody creates a dance to somebody's song for the purpose of making it hot. That the real the real winners are the record labels and the people who produce the music. I agree with you. But what I get confused with that is they always want to yank your stuff down by having the music playing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It, it it really blows my mind. I'm like, so how do you know when it's okay to post a song versus when it's not? 
when the record label told you to do it. Yeah, when it when it hits uh, <laughs> trending, <laughs> when it's trending and they're getting uh, some dollars out of it, that's when it's cool. Until yeah, then, you got to pay them. Off your page. <laughs> I mean, eventually everybody gonna be like Scarlett Johansson, just trying to sue the creation the uh, the companies. That's crazy. She biting the hand that fed her. Nah, they bit her. Yeah, I was like, they didn't. Yeah, you got finessed. Hold on, you you saying no? That how she get finessed when nobody could control so, COVID and nobody going to the movie? Yes, you're correct. But they put the shit on the distrib on the uh, on the app without changing her prof or without changing her contracts and giving her a, a okay, percentage. Well, that that part, yeah, that part is janky. Yeah, that they they was janky for it, and they deserved this lawsuit. Yeah, because you did have to pay for that when it first came out. See what I'm saying? See how easy you yeah. saw this, but Disney the mouse is just taking his money. No, what we paid for that. Up? We paid for another. Mo- I think we paid for Mulan or something. Oh damn! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually liked it? Did you watch Corella as well? Did you enjoy that one? I wanted to, but I'm not gonna pay for it. I'm waiting till it See, comes you out. See, you the problem. I'm I gonna can't wait till it come out for free. I didn't pay for it. Okay. I want to see it though. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we didn't pay for Mulan. What's the one we paid for? It was Submills. I downloaded Mulan. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like I, it's look. I, I go find it on the stream. That shit look like Crashing Tiger. It wanted to be Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> Carter did got that. Got that. Asian movie that, that um, no, I got to play Jason Bourne was with the Archer. Shang Chi. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I do kind of feel bad for Scarlett Johansson in a way, and it's not my my business to really be empathizing with white women, but um, <laughs> you can empathize for white women. They don't have, I don't have to be rich. She's oh, fine. Okay. She's still not broke. It, it's you. just one of those situations where it's like, like you <laughs> did some some work for somebody right. and you had a contract and they didn't honor it. Oh, the yeah. problem is like with Disney, it's like, bro, you think you're really gonna have a career for real after this? So you mean it's like when white people are mad because they did some work and they didn't get paid for it? Or she when you know black people are on a plantation for hundreds of years, they don't get anything. Yeah. No, I, I understand. I, I can see how you could hold a grudge against a you know a group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't hear you. You know how many mo- they keep they, they keep their people working. I'll say that, especially with these movies, they it have so many in the pipeline. <laughs> they kill you off and let you stay there for a long time, or pop you up as another character, or uh, you know pop somebody up in your spot. Mm-hmm. You see Working what happened to Tony Howard. Like, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't good in that, that. He wasn't good in that one. No. Well, people appreciate you jumping on. Oh, Empress. Uh, one of the, the goals of this show was I was trying to show some love to my co-host Cole Jackson. You have any kind words you would like to say about Cole before we go? Dang. Cole okay? Yeah, Cole okay. He just taking a he taking a mental day. This is this is vacation day. Some PTO. Like he was yeah. yeah, I'm like, y'all talking about kind words. I'm like, it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> the look of concern. Kind words for Cole. I don't know. Cole's been mean to me lately. Um, <laughs> love it. Rotation proceeds. I love it. Thank you for letting me That's take right. your job, Cole. Um, I'm auditioning to be the new co host hey. of the Government Name Podcast. Hey, let's do it. So, this is a wonderful time for me, and I just appreciate it. Take as many days as you need. We are here to support you in my efforts to take your job. Hey, Amen. Let's clap for that. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. <laughs> hey, this is the first time I've had it in a while because, you know, me and Bish, um, yeah. 
we're getting our lives together, but we both uh, decided to go ahead and have babies during COVID. I mean, I understand. Like, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, that's happens when you can't go outside. That's going to happen. Keep saying right? that. Like, huh? I said, that's, that's going to happen when you can't go outside. You ain't got nothing else to do. Baby's going to be happy. It was quite a surprise. So what are some really nice things I could say about Cole? Um, I think it's easy to talk nicely about him. I mean, he's like a supportive light, I think, to anyone that's ever been in contact with him. Honestly, at first, when I first met him, he was so nice. I was kind of like, what's his angle? Like, why the hell is he so nice? There's got to be something the fuck that's up with this. This ain't normal. And so um, I really do feel, you know, happy that he's someone that I've met, someone that has helped me create, you know, the podcast that I'm a part of with Let's Not Go There, with giving me tips, encouragement, advice. Um, we're so similar, yet extremely different. And I think the one thing that um, it's nice to always meet someone who appreciates your differences just as much as they appreciate the things that you have in common. Um, I am so excited for him and wherever life takes him because I know it's going to be amazing because he's such a great person, just a happy person, just a person just full with so much light and charisma and really somebody that I look up to in a sense, you know, someone who manages to keep a smile on their face, even in adversity and with so much he has going on, it's inspiring. Hey, what's going on, Cole Jackson? I just wanted to say that you're one of the most genuine people I know. You are who you are unapologetically. I know who to expect every time you show up. Another thing is that anytime you are needed, you show up. Having people in your life that you know will be there when you need them is something that's hard to find. If y'all know Cole in real life, you know what I'm talking about. You're a stand-up guy, and I'm glad I met you in the crew. And from one black man showing love to another black man... If you ever need anything, I got you. Bruh, it was quite a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a surprise. My doctor looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, no. <laughs> you argue with him? He said no? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, test it again. I, I thought it I thought it was an issue with another problem. I was like, okay, we got the issue again. Let's go. What? I got my mind right. I'm in the game. What we about to do with this tumor? Let's go. He was like, no, you're pregnant. I said, no, it's the tumor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's like, I want a second opinion. The, the cancerous object? Let's talk about that some more. <laughs> yeah. The life-threatening thing? Yeah, let's let's do that. The first test I took was, it said negative. And then I told the doctor, so I was like, it's a tumor. And then the second test, it was like, you got I wasn't the, even paying attention to You got to the plus and X. It was like, you're pregnant. I said, nigga, what? <laughs> What's that like when your own body is trolling you like that, though? I'm t- it was so many days I forgot I was pregnant. Like, it was the okay. weird. It was oh. the weird thing Please don't say you were so drinking or something. No, no, no. I'm oh. just saying. It's just like I didn't really gain that much weight. Every time he would gain a pound, I would lose a pound. So I was the same size up until the last two weeks of my yeah. pregnancy. I didn't get sick. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, I didn't have morning sickness, nothing. That's why I'm like, no, it's a tumor. You're like, it's a food, baby. Yeah. It's cool. I, I, I just, I, I literally, it was, I didn't find out to the second trimester. Oh, wow. And I'm sitting there like, Dave, I haven't had a period in a while. 
<laughs> Maybe that doctor was on to something. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's weird like that. You know, people's bodies are different, so it was just weird. Everybody's like, you're going to have a COVID baby, and it's going to be weird, and it's not going to like people. My baby is whole lot. Love What was the waiting room like while COVID was going on? Well, I guess you wasn't in the room. You were already admitted into a bed. So no, I, when I went in, it, it, it's, I'm going to tell you, it's the strangest thing. I When I say I quarantine, I quarantine. You know me. I ain't go nowhere. I right. ain't do nothing. Like, I, to this day, my grandma hadn't even met my baby yet. And he just turned five months. Like, I am on it. Right. But I remember going into labor, which I didn't think I was labor. I just had thought I had to go to the bathroom and couldn't. Like the labor wasn't hard or anything, so when I walked in the hospital, <laughs> I just heard that. My bad. <laughs> I, 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 I was telling you, replay that in my head. <laughs> it wasn't like I was in labor twenty minutes. Damn, something like oh, that. Like, you was an in and out order, nigga. What was you doing? Say people get take more time to get cheeseburger. <laughs> when I tell you, I walked in. I walked in real calm. She was like, "Oh, how can I help you?" I said, "I'm in labor." Man, don't be playing on my phone, please, man. No, I walked upstairs. It was like a long walk upstairs, and the lady asked me. I said, "I'm in labor." And then the only thing that really bugged me through the whole thing was I had to do a COVID test while mm. having contractions. Mm. So, like, sticking oh, up yeah. my nose and having a contraction that that was over. But we had the whole room set up. We had, like, literally, I walked in. It was like hardly nobody there. Yeah. I had all the smell goods, had the diffusers, had the playlist. I was like, oh, it's about to be a whole vibe in here. Come through, baby. Like, for months, I got this playlist, like, building on it. And then he was like, baby's okay, but he's approaching not okay. We're going to do a C section. I said, oh, okay. Walk to the C section room. And I looked at the little man. I said, okay, so how is this going to feel? Because he had to do the spinal tap. He did the spinal tap, and I woke up, and I had a baby. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. my husband said I was awake during the whole thing, but I remember she. he said I said it had hair, and I went back to sleep. And I woke up and had a baby. <laughs> and literally, he was born at midnight on that Friday. Yo. And normally people stay in the hospital for like a week or so when they have a C-section. Mm-hmm. I went home that Sunday. God damn. That's why we stayed to because he went Black girl eat. magic right there. You're supposed to rest. I did. At the house. Recover. Yeah, yeah, that's And then crazy. people were looking like they made me take them to like the different appointments and they were like, why are you here? How are you up? And I, I didn't understand. I was like, cousin, this lady out. You told me to come. What's the problem? In a few they, weeks. The next doctor told me it wasn't normal for people to just be in the hospital a day between them and the C-section. Wow. Yeah, it is a real circle. No babies. He, he came uh, out. We left. I'm good. He good. Amber's a thug, y'all. Yeah, she is a thug. I, I, I was about to say, I was, we were showing we in the hospital in the five days. It was nothing like I thought it. I was so scared. I was like, my mama can't be here with me. I'm scared. It was just me and him. And I was like, what am I going to do? But you got through it, though. I went home. You went home. I, I wasn't even in there long enough to have no company. I think we went in there by like 7, 8. He was born at midnight and home by Sunday, 9. Yeah, by the time anybody get up there, y'all damn near gone. You gone. 
Hey, they have a baby. You have a baby already. My mother in law was like, You ain't gonna want nobody in there. And I said, I'd be damn. You were right. I ain't need nobody there. Yeah. I you ain't even want to be there. I'd freaked out if my mom was there. Yeah. Well, ma'am, that is an amazing story. That, like you said, Black Girl Magic. And this is the magic of the Gummy Name Podcast. I want to say thank you again to y'all. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me, Cole. The new, the new, new co host. Bye, Rob rolled his <laughs> eyes at me because I'm Segway, and I'm sorry I was no, Segway King. Job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yeah, man, I got to Empress again. Shout out to you and Bagnet Radio. I wish y'all would come back. We are, but you know, COVID and new family members. No, it ain't even COVID. It's the kids. Yeah, well, your kids. Hey, you got to take care of the kids for. Oh, but. We, I don't we want to talk about it. We coming back. We coming back. Well, we that's good. Strong. We definitely going to be here. You know, you got to support out of me. I say thank you again for joining me on this podcast. Leroy, thank you, sir. I'm going to check you out this week. When do y'all drop? Because it, it changes. It used to be Wednesdays. It used to be Tuesdays. What day is your podcast dropping now? Every Wednesday, sir. Ah. But we're supposed to be adding a streaming element to it, and we ain't figured that part out yet. Okay. Okay. Wait, that's the one you always talking about on the show. I feel like I know you. Hey, yeah, how you doing? I'm about to say I've been listening to you vicariously through these Negroes for years now. Yeah, man. Leroy is part of the Nerd Plate podcast. For those who liked his voice, make sure you check out his podcast. It's about nerd culture and video games and all of the above. Oh, it's pretty. Tell the husband he like video games man. and carry on. You will definitely like this dude. They they give it. They start on the topic and they end up somewhere else, but it's always wonderful. <laughs> it's always wonderful. Talk about how Walmart on that BS with this Xbox X that I told him I would get him when he first came out. Now he won't, and they can't get him. And every time I push, I always get it, and then they take it out of my cart. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, cause that's look, the look. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in a group chat with my boys and we're trying to get playstations and every time playstation you can get one in the queue mm-hmm. right before you get to the checkout page it's gone the yankee i was like what is this and you don't really get it just the say yankee? you ain't getting it so what you, you can't know, the little man you can follow he tell you every time they upload i was just about to tell you wario 64 if you follow him on twitter he will actually keep yep. you up to date on when there's new supply in the chain so and wario 64 is a, uh, live every i think every other day mm-hmm well, you got, but you got to get in that long ass line. Hey, okay. Q. So I mean, it's it's possible. I'll see if I can find you one, and, and I'll help you out on that. Yeah, but, I, I've been trying to get me one myself, so I keep looking. Right. He want the Xbox X. If you find one, let Seriously? me know. That's what y'all talking about. I'll even listen, and and I'll get in line. I'll be sitting over there mad. All you hear is cursing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty dope console. I got one. It's pretty. If he but, doesn't care about like, I'm not. I'm, anyway. If he doesn't care about like the graphics, he could get the the Xbox S. It does the same thing. It just doesn't. Okay, he cares about graphics. <laughs> yeah, like don't do that to him. You want the Xbox X? Yes, ma'am. That's that's the one you want. That is the one you want. That's the one he yeah. should get. Robert that's Mortal. That's the one you want, and I'm gonna get it for him. I almost got it from QVC. I was so mad. God damn, they gonna hike the price. A whole G. I was that mad. No, 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 no. Don't don't pay that. Don't pay that. He told me not to. Yeah. <clears throat> it was about to go down. You got a good dude, man. Like, for real. You need to listen to him. <laughs> he oh, write, he write about Eminem, by the way. Robert Mortal, thank you for joining us on the podcast. You are one of my longest friends. <laughs> Empress is going to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> if he was black, he wouldn't get that same energy. Y'all hype him up because he's white. I have a lot of white friends that rap, and I'm okay. They are good rappers. Are they Paul but Wall or Eminem when they rap? Uh-oh. Damn, that's like the top two. 
I know. What about Sparks? I'm a Bubba Sparks fan myself, but we ain't got to go in. Yo, Dark Days low-key is a classic album. All right? Delivers. I give you that one. Robert Mortal, thank you for being on this podcast, bro. You, you are always here anytime I call, and I, I definitely enjoy your perspective and opinions i wouldn't call anybody else to join me on this podcast again cole left some Thank large you. i got a little announcement if you care yeah 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 I, come you on. cole left some large shoes to fill and i'm glad that you guys were able to help that me really fill them so that what is like a side lady. god damn that nigga can't get no love nowhere <laughs> i didn't watch the ending of black lightning so i missed a lot of talk shit to cole moment mm-hmm that's your I fault. Gave up on Black Lightning. Everybody sure. gave up on Black Lightning. That show was terrible at the end. I gave up on Black Lightning. It was trash. I don't know what they were doing last season. I can't do it. You said it was White Claw? White Claw? I thought you said it was White Claw. Oh, uh, no. I said I said it got it got waxed toward the end. Oh. So like what is the, the announcement that you got for us? Uh, there's a new blog that I'm working on for BYNK that is coming end of September. It's going to be called Grown Man Shit. It's basically about things around uh, fashion sense, health and wellness, oh, uh, tips for guys to be better men and to stop listening to some of these guys in the manosphere a little Ooh. bit. Samuel, uh, the Kevin Samuels, are you speaking of? Uh, that, that dude's like Voldemort, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. The name that should not be spoken. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get into why of the blog, but it's, it's coming uh, end of September. I, oh, I'm ready. It's the first time anybody hearing about it. We need some Black Manosphere from BYNK. I, uh, I definitely support that. That is dope. Damn, that's dope. That shit is going to be cool. So thank you again, guys, for joining me on this podcast. We're going to say, Cole, take your rest. Get your mind right. Come back ready packed with that energy because I can't wait for next week because by the end of this episode he either going to love me or hate me it's okay you have a new co-host so it's fine <laughs> we'll go with that hate it or love it is a good song what's that hate it or love it is a good song hate it or love it is a good song alright y'all appreciate it she is kind of fucking with my money but I mean everything I said <laughs> and I'll say it again <laughs> Cole Jackson Negro what's going on hey so i'm sorry that you've been feeling kind of out of pocket hope you get to feeling better um i just wanted to say thank you very much um and also fuck you very much um because the thing that i like most about you is also the thing that i hate most about you which is that you don't take my shit and like what what fun is that well i mean i guess it is fun sparring back and forth with you so again that's why it's kind of like a thank you very much but also fuck you very much you know you know if you know you know and i know you know so get to feeling better nigga and i will talk to you later what can i say about cole motherfucking jackson this is the hardest working man i know cole is fucking amazing man i'm so grateful to have this man as a friend, to be able to call him when I need something, when I want to talk shit, to podcast with this man. Podcast. This Me and this man has done over three, what, four seasons of a terrible show and then started new projects just to be able to talk to one another. Man, that dude is phenomenal. I um, look up to Cole. This man is like 
a big brother to me. I don't know if I've ever said those words to him, but I love this man. He is amazing. Being introduced to you, what, a few years ago? Three, four years ago, I think it was. And, like, just having that connection and then moving through this podcast thing. I can honestly say this man is my brother. My big brother that can pass the paper bag test. <laughs> all in all, man, Cole, you are a great dude. I appreciate you. Hey, Cole, this is Jasmine Blue, the one and only. Just sending you a note to let you know that I'm here for you. I support you being healthy in every way possible, physical as well as mental. Those things are very important. Take the much needed break. We all need rest. And when you come back, I'm looking forward to swapping some uh, vegan recipes with you. Okay, take care. Bye. Cole, I want to say thank you for being courageous enough to put actions behind your visions in the form of BYNK. What you've managed to build so far is authentic, quality, like no gimmicks. And being an entrepreneur, a visionary is not for the weak. But I hope you find some solace in knowing that your journey and your hard work is appreciated and truly inspiring to other creators. And quickly, I just wanted to say congratulations on launching We Watch This. I've currently been personally watching some old episodes of A Different World. And in one of the last episodes, Whitley was describing her ideal man. She said he was educated, enterprising, and ambitious. And that that type of man is never broke. Cole, you embody these characteristics. Stay the course. The reward is so much closer than you think. And know that we are all here supporting you. Supporting you. Supporting you. Supporting you. Supporting you.